what's poppin the drew mike show is rolling from the deals in the d.com studios oh we got some big breaking news in just a second here but first uh hall financial wants to remind you to call them first when you're looking to buy a home or refinance they got a lot of great programs right now that can save you money off your rate help with down payment assistance ask for jim bentley talking drops uh, check into their 1% down program with up to four grand in forgivable down payment assistance for qualified buyers. Or if you think about a refi, because you want to pay off high interest credit card debt, or you've got a renovation or something like that, check the website, click the link, they'll get back to you in no time with their five-star service, or call 866-CALL-HALL and make sure to tell them we sent you. And we were just getting ready to start. Kennedy is here. Former intern Kennedy Broadwell. Oh, she's up on the screen. Is that Kennedy's bio? Oh, my. I hate that photo. I keep trying to make them take another one of me. It's That's horrendous. a good picture. What's wrong with it? I look obese. Oh, I didn't think about that. Well, you uh, look I don't fine. think you look obese. It's I think you look bad. pretty cute, actually. No, no, no. What was someone, that? someone commented when you posted it and said, she looks like she assaulted the buffet. I got mazzed. And I said, <laughs> oh, my God, they're right. Um, well, was that? Could, do you recall that being a particularly heavy period in your life? No, but <laughs> it's just I a heavy also, picture. Yeah, I also wasn't like I didn't know that picture was happening that day. My all of my clothes. So you just let your weight just hang out still. everywhere. Your weight was yeah. just hanging out in your face and she, everywhere. It was. She was hanging out that day. So that's how I do it every day. <laughs> No one comment that it's hanging today, I swear to you. Kennedy is fresh off the Traverse City Pickleball Community Beat. There. Well, you don't like that right no! there? No! That's a good picture. It is. Bullying their interns on this show. Being too hard on Up yourself. Up at 9 and 10 News, Northern Michigan. Kennedy Broadwell joined. News leader, if you will. News 9 leader. and 10 News in January of 2023. You've only been there four months. Yeah, I know. She worked previously as a sports reporter in Helena, Montana, and is a sports Helena. talk radio host in Detroit. Can you graduate from Butler University? Degree in sports media. Wait, where's the internship? Uh, <gasps> oh, I my gosh. oh my god! What? That's oh, way no. more important than that photo. <laughs> you know, actually, it's it's kind of amazing that you. When was your internship? It was after my freshman year of college. I was nineteen. It was that long ago. Yeah. How old are you? Twenty-four. What? That was five years ago. Yeah, I know. Oh my yeah. God. It is crazy. Yeah, because you did your podcast. Which yeah. was really good, by the way. Thank you. Short-lived, excellent. But, but fun. And what yeah. did we tell you five years ago, remember? And in five years, you're going to be blown away. Now you're married <laughs> with three kids. That's crazy. <laughs> no. What? There is no marriage. There are no are kids. Are there kids? There's no kids. There's a dog. That's it. Ah. Kennedy's going full steam ahead, and actually, you're on a good track. Uh, I asked Mark and Brandon to think about our previous interns. Now, Alexis... Alexis is. She's yeah. done really well. She's done phenomenally well. I think she's out of the business, though. What? Yeah, because she uh, went to Dallas. She was on The Bone in <laughs> Dallas for a long time. She sounds. Hot. Started doing traffic on The Bone. And then the local <laughs> station there, too, San Francisco, and then jumped to Seattle. And last I knew, you know, she's married with three kids, actually, I think. Yeah, she's boy. back in San Francisco, but I don't think she is. Um, is broadcasting anymore. She was doing really well. She's doing great, yeah. yeah those are good I would markets. Have, I would have predicted well for Alexis. I don't know if I would have thought that she would be in giant markets like that. Yeah, she's more but, of a hustler than I think people would realize talking to her. I guess Very so. driven, yeah. Um, I was then, an intern. 
Brandon was an intern. That's true. I, Mark I, was an intern. I was an intern. Yeah. <laughs> Walters was an intern. Bentley was an intern. So I only remember two interns really because uh, at three, I, I remember one from listening, and that was the chick that hooked up with the uh, Silver Fox guy from American Idol. What? Oh, with Taylor. Wait, no, what's his name? Uh, yeah, Soul, Soul Patrol. Soul Patrol. Yeah, Taylor, yeah my mom met him Taylor in the Champions Club. Did she hook up? No, she did not hook up <laughs> with him. She bragged about it quite a bit, though. She about thought meeting it was a, Taylor. Oh, he she is thought, a sa- silver fox. Yeah, 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 Taylor Hicks. I remember you guys talking to about one of your interns who at least went on a date with him. And then when I was an intern, there was a dude who was with me for one day, and he got busted trying to break into the prize closet. Oh, so he great. got fired. Oh, I remember that. And then I got to be the only intern for about six months, and then Eric Fady came. Yeah. Oh, yes, Eric Fady. I forgot about Eric Fady. He falls in the intern category, too. He's broadcasting. He's doing stand-up. Another one that people forget, but I hear him all the time because he's on WWJ in 97.1, is Chris Falar worked with us for a long time. Okay. He's a Buckeye fan. No, he's done well. Yeah. Good, very well. Good, good dude, yeah. That's but I'm trying game. to think, uh, who else is on our coaching tree? Uh, Bruce Bentley. <laughs> yeah, one of, Bruce. One of, one of the all-time favorite. Bruce Bruce. <laughs> Bruce. Who would take his shirt <laughs> off at the drop of a hat. Uh, but he was broadcasting for a while on the west side of the state. He, I believe, now works for a correctionals facility. I think he's a guard. Is he doing a show from there? He should. <laughs> oh, my God. That'd be great. That's not good for the coaching tree. I'm not happy about it. I'm yeah. not happy about Alexis either. I want her back in the industry immediately. I think Vinny Stubbs became a... Uh... <laughs> Vinny Stubbs is the most talked about intern of all time, <laughs> and he produced the least. And he also was the highest maintenance intern by far, because when he came in, it wasn't it wasn't like, oh, my God, Vinny's here. We need him to do this, this, this. It was, you guys won't believe what happened with my girlfriend yesterday. Yeah, we had to I'm put so fires rattled. out every single day. I'm so rattled. He brought day. drama into work every day from his personal life. <laughs> I tell you, he created content. <laughs> he did. It did make the air, though. Some of it did. Including a, a girlfriend live from the bar on opening day, and it was crazy. Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> that was really good. Sarah, we had Sarah was an intern for a while. She married, I think, somebody from the Blakes, Blake uh, Orchard. Ooh, I see. Yeah. This is fun. Yeah. I got hammered there once. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just don't what post is... about any anti-vax stuff or you might get fired from there. Oh, that's right. From Blake's? Wait, no, that was over that was over that was COVID a though. Wasn't it over people when she fired because she Rochester was complaining about and... schools being closed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they uh yeah, the people school board was was creating dossiers on the uncooperative parents, and so they called and told on her, mm-hmm. which people love to do now. Mm-hmm. But anyway, uh, okay, first of all, we need to discuss the, the morning anchor, Lauren, what's Lauren's last name? Scafidi. Lauren Scafidi. <laughs> she can't, knows all about her. I, I just, all I Are know you going to recuse yourself from this? Uh, when uh, Kennedy got a job, and I quickly found out that she was working with my old pal, Bill Fralick, who I mm-hmm. worked at WTCM Radio with. And then I came across some girl named Lauren Scavidi too. So the very first thing I said was, Kennedy, congrats. Who is Lauren? And I said, she's a wonderful woman that I work with. She's the morning anchor there. Lauren is, she's very pretty. People have definitely noticed her online. I, I, I already don't like where this is going. But <laughs> you know. I Googled her. And she's good at yoga? She is. She's a yoga instructor. You guys can take her classes. I'm going to get blooped because I'm going to plug her too much. No, no, no. No, I, I um, wow, her yoga is impressive. No, she's very pretty. She's distractingly pretty, mm-hmm. which is good for TV. That's okay. Oh, 
I love her yoga. I think that it just brings a fresh picture every single day to my feed. You guys are going to get me in trouble. No, no, she's fantastic, and I think she's a great follow on Instagram. I agree. She have more pictures doing yoga or more pictures? She has a lot of pictures doing yoga because she does, like, yoga challenges throughout the month. Uh, You don't have to answer this, Kennedy, but Brandon, is she doing more yoga or more reporting? It's more reporting. I think it's a lot of community work that she does and the occasional yoga pose. I I don't know her, but I'm very proud of the work she's doing. Me too. And her her yoga work and her Instagram, 9,800 followers. I'm a little surprised. There she is with Big Gretch. Okay. Mm. Oh, I scrolled. What? It's a that just shows the media bias. She's liberal. Oh. She's a liberal maniac. <laughs> she has her own podcast. Maniac. You guys would like her. What? Oh, there she is. She's on a boat there. Oh, oh nice. Okay. Uh, so a good I, coworker to become friends with. Yes. Why does she? How can she only have ninety eight hundred? Has she been at nine Incredible. Ten, this might. All right. Total. Is Lauren coming in? Hail today? Mary. Total Hail Mary. <laughs> has she been there since twenty ten? Do you know that this? Which she maybe knew there. The reason I ask is when I was up at, in 2010 at WTCM Radio, there was a girl from 9 and 10 News who was brand new. And her and I got access into the locker room. And it looks just like this girl. It might be her. And her Ra- and radio I, for two. locker room? But her and I walked in and saw Todd Bertuzzi and Johan Franzen's dongs. Oh. What? Yeah, and she, was, she didn't know what to do because she was a female in the guy's locker room. And I was like, <laughs> it's nothing. It's an explosion of red hair on Franzen. Yeah, yeah. Did she comment on their dongs after you guys left? No, the just room? Brandon. No, she was just <laughs> visibly. <laughs> <dong on Franzen? laughs> she was just visibly nervous, and this might be her. Naturally. So this I is don't a think so. I complete don't think topic starter. No, no, she's never seen Franzen. No. Give her my no. phone number, and we'll find out. Okay. Looking at that, she doesn't look like a woman who's seen his dong. No, Brandon. Ask her if she's ever seen Johan Franz. Oh, just ask her. I Text had to her right tell now. Tell her who Darren McCarty was. Like, so I don't think that's who you were there. That never with. happened. <laughs> yeah, but she hasn't seen his dong. She's not seen Franzen's dong. Get off that topic. Come on. Let's let's talk about her yoga. Brandon. Now, let's actually... Uh, so, Kennedy, what exactly are you doing there? Are you doing sports reporting? Yes. And anchoring? Yes. How do you like anchoring? I hate anchoring. <laughs> what? <laughs> what do you mean? Sorry. That's where the action my, is. My sports director listens to your guys' podcast, so I really have to watch myself. David, I'm sorry. I don't like anchoring. Um, it stresses me out. I have like number dyslexia so with the uh, scores and stuff i'll flip them and then the producer will come in my ear and be like yo ken you said that backwards and i'll be like um anyway <laughs> moving right along so i can read but the numbers can are an you, issue for me is, so i type out the words to numbers now oh and really the dynamite thank you that's a good idea um thanks i have does it work sometimes. better since it you does. start typing it out yeah i have but Sometimes other people write the script and I don't have time to change it. Uh-oh. So then I'll be like, oh, God, and I'll flip the numbers. Do they, I don't know why my brain operates that way. But do they does. want you to anchor? Yes. They do. That's good. Yeah, I pulled this clip from the other Wait. night. I can read it. I can read it. <laughs> Seriously, if anyone was watching me during the NFL draft, I'm so sorry because that was me the entire time. What happened? Well, because we kept trading picks and stuff, so I had all these numbers oh. written in, and oh, I no. was like, <laughs> probably said they traded for like the 500th and 96th pick or something, and was today, Junior. It's the yeah. 639th pick. Yeah, and like no. just flopped all the numbers around. If now, you, is there a cure? Can you cure dyslexia? Because uh, I've thought I've heard of people who question. were dyslexic and then they weren't dyslexic. Oh, I don't know, but mine oh, mine is only with numbers. I would fail really? math tests in high school because I would flip the numbers. 
weird. So my my it t- took me till my senior year of high school for my teachers to figure this out because they were like, "You're doing the the functions properly, um, but you're getting these weird answers." And then one figured out I was flipping the numbers, so she would just grade oh. it based on if I did it right. Oh wow! Not on what the a numbers, nice teacher. yeah, she was the best. Um, well, yeah, that's that's a that's a problem. But yeah. if you if it can be solved by typing the numbers out, that's not a big deal. But right. report you like reporting better yes. because is it just because of the numbers thing? No, I like reporting better because you get to go in the community and just talk to people, which is my favorite thing to do. Just chat. So, yeah. What are, what are your favorite fun. stories you've done? Um, my favorite story I've done with nine and ten was definitely sitting down with Coach Sugavara. She is an absolute gem. Coach G. Who's Coach? Where's Coach G? She was the women's basketball coach at U of M and then at CMU. She's I thought got I knew that name. Mark, why is she not at U of M anymore? Oh. I have no idea. She left for there greener was, pastures. No, that's not why. She'll, she's open about it why? now. She'll say she got let go. She's yeah. um, fired! There were some, she, players didn't like her there and stuff, and then she kind of changed her oh, okay. style when she went to CMU and they loved her. Was well, she kind of a hard ass? I think she got that way when she was at U of M. Hmm. Now I'm guessing uh, your favorite story of all time is the Casey Fitzsimmons Simmons Fitz Casey story. Yeah, I yeah. did love that story. <laughs> that was a good story. Yeah, former Lions tight end was yeah. he tight end? And it was just cool to find him out in Montana because I was like, gosh, like I'm covering nothing <laughs> out here, <laughs> except for I really started to love covering rodeos. Really? And professional <laughs> well, why? What about it? Just I love, people. I love horses. Oh, oh that's cowboys like, bunch drive me nuts. Kennedy's eyes look so dreamy. I thought you were saying, I love cowboys. And <laughs> she said, I love horses. You love cowboys? There was one, maybe, that I thought was cute, but he was uh-huh. married, so it didn't matter. Ooh. I see. <laughs> All right. Now, if you ever beat yourself up Eight about seconds. a report, just remember, it will never be as bad as this one. You're watching NBC North Dakota News, your news leader in oh. high definition. Gay fucking shit. Good evening, I'm Van Chu. You may have seen our newest AJ on NBC North Dakota News. Where's this airing? I can't see it. It's just the audio. Team as my co-anchor. Tell us a little bit about yourself, AJ. Um, thanks, Van. I'm very excited. I graduated from West Virginia University, and I'm used to, um, you know, from being from yeah. the in- East Coast. Yeah, being yeah. from the East okay, Coast. Okay, well, welcome aboard, AJ. Yeah, thanks for saying gay fucking shit as your first three <laughs> words on the air. Yeah, I didn't do gay. that. Fucking shit. <laughs> the so crazy funny. thing about that story is he's just trying to pronounce a name that has the word like gay in it, the sound of gay, and he kept messing it up. He didn't know his mic was Oh, really? That's yeah. hilarious. Yeah, he wasn't he saying playing. gay as in homosexual. He was trying to pronounce the guy's name, and the mic came up right as he's going gay, and he's going, fucking shit, because he can't get it down. Oh, no. So it sounds way worse that than is what bad. it is. Yeah, yeah he's, I think he's bartending yeah. now. He that is. Was, that was yeah. the end of his career. And Van Choi is in New York. Oh, wait, is that the girl? Yeah. 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 She recovered pretty well. Oh, oh, very she well. Yeah. wrong. Now, have, there, have you been the subject of any on-air bloopers? On-air bloopers? Like yes. you didn't know you were on the air and you're talking yes. or something? Yeah. <laughs> what happened? Um, I just didn't get cued. Uh, and then I looked and I saw, because our monitors are blank when we're in commercial break. And so then I looked Dead and it was, it was on and I was like... <laughs> Hey, everybody. <laughs> oh, hey, everybody. <laughs> yeah, that, that's only happened once, though. How long was it on you? Probably three seconds. And you can just see me go like, I'm going like this to Katie Brecky next Waving. to me, who I love. Um, and then I was just like, 
Katie had a, an awesome one one weekend where we came on and we had no idea that we were out of break. Um, and she was she was like she was like doing a happy dance or something. And then she realizes she's on and she's like, well, welcome back, everyone. And she throws up some jazz hands. I'm like, yes, Katie, great recovery. Oh, boy. Yeah, it's just it's going to happen. But uh, I mean, the fear is that it'll be something like gay fucking shit. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay. Oh, my God. You don't risk anything like that when you're mic'd. You just so, can't. I don't think he was destined for television. I don't know. Just a thought. <laughs> but um, anyway, I'm trying to think uh, what, so let's see, what sports stories are going on? Now, you didn't know about the, the Bill's punter story, did you? I didn't, no. Wow, what a story. That's a really wild story. You should you should bone up on that. It's His name is um, Matt Ariza. The Ariza? punk god. Yeah, the punk god. Yeah, and he had this crazy career at San Diego State. The Bills picked him in the sixth round, and he had an 82-yard punt in exhibition. He was averaging 47 yards a punt, and they... He was called the punt. They named, named him the punt, punt god. He was destined to be their starter. And then all of a sudden, this gang rape case came up in San Diego. He was named as having really been one of the, the main people involved, as in we'll he dragged this girl into a room and shoved her on a bed and left her for three other guys. Slight, slight distinction, which I find kind of interesting, is that they had been investigating it. The police for... I want to say well over 100 days, and the Bills knew about it. Yeah. Been investigating it, and it didn't seem like they were going to press charges. What ended his career, A, that he's a punter. He's easy to get rid of. Right. Yeah. But uh, B, the fact that she then filed a civil suit that put all this information out there into the public eye. So the Bills are kind of, their hand was kind of forced. Mm -hmm. However, we learn from the 200-page, I guess it's the police report that just came out, that... Through talking to 35 witnesses, they do not believe that he was involved in the, the most offensive part of this whole thing. What they do believe, well, what is known, I don't think he's denied it, is that this is this is a really interesting story because I see this happening a lot of places. These girls, I think it's three or four girls, they're 17 and 18, they're high school kids, and they hear about a fraternity party. Mm. And now to... The high school girls just yes. oh my god a fraternity party that'd be so cool. If they're high school, yeah. Growing up in a growing up in a college town, yeah. Oh yeah. I would I, assume, high school guys would go to those parties too. Would you? Yes. I mean, when you put your. I went to a handful of like U Toledo frat parties when I was eighteen, like in still in high off school. off a of Secor Road. Yeah, you know the one, the Pike House. <laughs> right over two. Did you think it was incredibly cool to be there? Oh yeah, I and I would go with my older cousin. And so I, like, really thought I was cool because she was in Tri-Delta, so everyone knew her, and I was like, yeah, I'm with Caitlin. Now, did uh, did the guys just flock to you? Uh, no, but I did, like, know that my ex-boyfriend would be there. Oh, no. Who, like, was two years older than me. Not the ex-boyfriend that we know. Not the ex-boyfriend <laughs> that you're all familiar What's, now, with. Now, what is up with that guy? Fuck Have that you guy. Have him? No, I follow him on Instagram still. Why? He, <laughs> we had a long talk before the show, Drew. Can we see, should we go to his Instagram? No. Yeah. No, no. We, we were just talking about the fact that we, <laughs> that we never, never said his him. name. We protected his name. I don't know his name. I don't want to know. What kind of jerk is this guy? He's a high school teacher, I think. Oh, he is. Well, and the weirdest thing is, because when I dated him, he was like this little twig, so thin, and now he's a bodybuilder. Thanks a lot, dickhead. Has he made himself hotter? No, I, I'm not into, like, the veins popping kind of... Okay. 
Because sure. it looked like I'm on roids kind of thing. I got the impression. It just seemed like you were. Oh, and so guys that get spray big. tans, that's weird. Sorry. Is he spray tanning? Oh, they yes, have to sir. for competition. What Wait, about he's competing? He competitions? Yeah. Yes, no way. Guys, he, since he broke up with me, he did a 180. Listen, oh my God. Their, their lives will always get worse. If there's any Please women listening, if they break up with you, their lives will get worse. That is so <laughs> stupid. Oh, my God. Well, anyway, when you guys broke up and you seemed unhappy about it and you, you showed me this guy and you were telling me about him, I was like, there's no way that guy can't break up with you because he's there's no way he's doing better. He was not in your league. He was out of your league. And that's why it hurt so much. <laughs> I, no, I all my friends were like, Kennedy, you're dating like way down right now. And I, so I was like, yeah, it's it's a security blanket. <laughs> and then he still broke up with me. So I was like, all right. This so is... you, you were kind of feeling like, well, there's no way this guy can dump me. Yeah. And then it happened. Yeah, that's nightmare. exactly how I was feeling. It was it's, a nightmare. I, I'm not. Not ragging the guy. We're not going to name him, but is he? Does he still like women? Yes. Oh, okay. I, to my knowledge, I don't talk to him. I don't know. Julie was telling me a story the other day. <laughs> She's probably going to kill me for saying this, but uh, <laughs> it was at a party and there was a spin the bottle game, and it landed on a guy, and he didn't want he didn't want to kiss her, and she was like felt it was all about her. And I would like, too. Yeah, it turns out totally gay. Oh. He's totally gay. Like you look at his face. He's gay. It's like, oh yeah. How I long until she found that? Well, who was he hoping years. to kiss? What do you think that he was going to get a gay kiss in? No, he's like, he's closeted. He's closeted. So he's just playing along. You know, hey, I'm one of the guys oh, kind of thing. Oh. And then it landed on Julie, and he just didn't want to do it because he's not into that. How long before she found that out? Decades. Oh, no. <laughs> Why don't you kiss me? Not until like five or six years ago. Why don't you kiss she me? Came across him on uh, Facebook. And was like, whoa, <laughs> that explains a lot. Oh man. Glad well, she feels better about that now. Yeah, I, yeah. It's stupid could, ever beat yourself up. Over a that huge stuff. turning point. Well, Kennedy, uh, glad you're doing so well. We're expecting you to return to. I'm thinking there's a, a, another stop before Detroit. Like I'm picturing Milwaukee or somewhere like that next. But I don't know. Do you? I mean, you're, Milwaukee you're just, would be fun. Yeah, Milwaukee's cool. But you you like your job now. You're learning a lot still, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that's good. I mean, you don't want to look too far ahead, but. No, I have no sights on anything. Do you have a view of the bay for half the pay? No. Oh, view of the trees. No view of the bay? No. She's in Cadillac, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I'm in a neighborhood in Cadillac. I only have a view of other houses. It's still beautiful up there. (laughs) Was it worth view of the bay, half the pay, Brandon? Um... In the long run, yeah. In the short term, no, because pe- I really struggled up there financially. Do, do people still save you the bay half the pay? I have not heard that since <laughs> I've been there. You should start a newscast off with it. Everybody's going to be like, hey, she's one of us. <laughs> do you like it up there, living there? Yeah, it's nice. I wish it didn't take so long to get to Detroit, um, but that's pretty much Three it. How, how long hours, a drive is it? Four hours? Three hours to Detroit, yeah. yeah. It's rough. Yeah. I've never even been up there. It's not like Montana, though. That was a long way. Montana was awful. Montana was it really? Was just, what, I mean, what was awful about it? It's hard it? being nothing, alone. Nothing yeah, going on. I was just, I was, I felt so far away from all of my friends. Everyone was still living in Indianapolis together, so I had like major FOMO the whole time, and it took me a while to make friends there. Of course, I made like all of my good friends after I had already taken this job. So I was like, all right, we have a month to be buddies. Bummer. Um, but. What's Helena like? Is it just super it's, small? It's super small. It's pretty much all... It, it was voted best place to retire like a couple years huh. ago. So it's all retired old, old people. people. Yeah. Not a bad TV market, Just though. in the summer, right? And then they flee in the winter? Or do they stick I, around? I don't really know. You know, I Snowbirds? really didn't get out too much. Um, it's all like dive bars, which isn't... Mm-hmm. 
which is fun sometimes. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like I do miss going to the bars in my sweatpants because everyone looks like that. And like makeup on, that was awesome. And the beers were cheap, and that was great. But then I, I would look around, and I was like, all right, I'm surrounded by. Well, hopefully, old, old people. If anyone, yeah, people that look like you guys. Give it a few years. If anyone sees Kennedy at <laughs> Blink 182, hopefully they'll notice yeah. that you went to your hair stylist today. Yeah, come on. I, I put a lot of pressure on my hair girl today. I said they mentioned it on the podcast. You can't mess this up. Oh, really? They yeah. knew about that? A plugger? Plugger. My hair Okay, girl. I told her I would. Um, I go to Taylor at our collective in Birmingham and in Clawson. Oh, okay. Do they kill it? Yeah. They did a good job. It looks good. Thanks. Now, who are you going to Blink with? My boyfriend, Adam. What? What? Wait, wait. Where did this guy come from? Let's see his Instagram. No. Is he a bodybuilder? <laughs> He's not a bodybuilder, no. Uh, we met in high school. We dated, really? We dated in high school about three times. He dumped me every time. What? what? Why are you taking this guy back? Well, okay, so then he kept trying to woo me in college, and I was not having it with him. So we made him wait, and now... Then he went and taught English in Spain when we graduated. What's this teacher thing you've got going? You have a type? I do like teachers, but he doesn't teach anymore. He's in insurance now, so. I see. Well, he should be on probation at least. Oh, he's been on probation for years. <laughs> How long have you been dating him this time? Poor guy. About eight months right now. Really? Yeah. Wow. This is my longest relationship ever. Been really quiet about this. I know. I've I've tried been trying not to jinx it. It's going very well. Good. <laughs> My longest relationship was like six months, and then she farted in her sleep. I'm like, I'm out of here, man. I was gone before she woke up. <laughs> where did that come from? <laughs> That's Warburton. I don't, I don't know exactly where it came from. <laughs> well, have fun at Blink with Adam, Thanks. and uh, keep up the good work. And we'll uh, check in with us soon. Thanks, Ken. All right. Thanks, guys. Your hair looks really good. It does. All the small things true care, truth brings. I wonder if Courtney Kardashian's going to be there. Oh, 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 she probably will, won't she? Oh, is, she, she is she touring with them? Nah. I don't know. They seem like they can't keep their hands off each other. Yeah. Uh, all right. Let me uh, mention quickly uh, Zot Ford and the summer savings event. The warm weather brings, oh, new copy. The warm weather brings hot deals and superior savings, making now the best time to take advantage of the deep discounts on the remaining 2022s in stock. Lad is not one her no, to she's leave. She's not, yeah, not happy because no one will hold her now. Plus, Zod <laughs> Ford has zero percent financing on tons of inventory, including Ford Escapes, Edges, Explorers, Expeditions, and F one fifties. And how about this? Zod Ford is also bringing back their much loved sign and drive lease. Yes, the sign and drive lease is back. For example, lease a new twenty three Ford Explorer below four hundred and fifty bucks a month. Sign and drive, or lease a new twenty three Ford Bronco Sport below four hundred and eighty dollars a month. Also, sign and drive. Finally, it's a new 23 Ford F-150 below 490 bucks a month, and you guessed it, sign and drive. Last but not least, our friends at Zot may not have small hands like Brandon, bad hips like Drew, or an insatiable appetite like Trudy, but they do have the military trifecta. If you're active military, a veteran, or first responder, Zot says thank you with an additional $1,000 savings. That's pretty sweet. So go check out all the details, plus Zot's summer savings and incredible inventory at DealsInTheD.com. And Legacy Partners... 
Have you checked your home and auto insurance rate? Well, if you are have an account with Legacy Partners, they're checking it for you to make sure that there isn't a better deal. Because they don't lose when you find a better deal. They just they just sign you up right at Legacy Partners. If you work with Legacy Partners Insurance, they just will not let that happen. They keep an eye on rates and continuously shop. So if you haven't called them this year, then call them now, and you will end up angry with your current provider. A lot of people saving a lot of money. Call them at 586-209-4106. Legacy Partners, 586-209-4106. And walk into Lady Jane's for an award-winning haircut. And automatically enter for your chance to win not one, but two vehicles of your choice, courtesy of Les Stanford Buick GMC of Ferndale. Yes, two cars, one for you, one for your wife, girlfriend, or best bud. Lady Jane's open seven days a week, walk in anytime. It's wicked awesome at Lady Jane's. Disappointed Kennedy didn't want us to look at any of her work. That's okay. We do have breaking news today. That's true. I mean, breaking news. We need the sound. Breaking news with Mort Krim. Donald Trump has been found liable for the, uh, let's see, is it called sexual assault or... Oh, boy. uh, Not guilty on rape, guilty on assault, guilty on defamation. Oh, boy. I mean, there's a whole list of it. Yeah, uh, basically, he was so flip about this. Honestly, yesterday I was thinking, I wonder if that jury is going to find him guilty because he just so blew it off. Before it was even dropped, Brandon, I was telling you, I just read an article that felt like he was going to walk. Mm -hmm. Uh, But then seeing all of the coverage right before we started, it sounded like that really did piss them off. This woman, she's a basket case. Four four hours of deliberation, that's it. I thought that uh, it was bullshit, too, that he wants to post all this stuff on social media, but he doesn't want to testify. That's ridiculous. Yeah. Why would why would you say that you know you're not getting to have your your say or whatever you want it is when you refuse to testify but you want to just pop off on social media? That's a, bullshit. A, a narrative of it, yeah. Five million dollars in damages. Jury had to be. This is the 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 beauty of a civil case. And by the way, this was done under the Survivors Act, which allowed people one year to take action on something that was past the mm-hmm. statute of limitations. Uh, the jury had to be 50% or just a hair above 50% in favor of it to make it happen. But they have to unanimously agree, and they did, that she was forcibly touched and defamed. Yeah. Not right. It's not a guilty, not guilty. It's just libel. Yeah. I thought that... <sighs> I thought his cocky comments to her lawyer about, well, you, you wouldn't be my first choice either. I, you, know, you would just not be my type. I mean, I hope you're not offended by that. <laughs> I thought that was so arrogant. It was funny. I laughed. Yeah. But I just thought, but... he's on trial for rape, among other things. How could you want to per- be perceived that way by 12 people? Uh, actually, nine people. Six men, and th- six men and three women found him guilty. You wouldn't be a choice of mine either, to be honest with you. I hope you're not insulted. I honestly, I feel like there's no way to know whether this is true or not, or what to make of it, but I thought that he was so flip about it that I I just kind of thought, he's asking to lose this case. I thought I had read that because it's civil, it's once against the preponderance of evidence, the more likely than not. Yeah. So. That's the beauty of civil versus criminal, criminal, but, you know, sometimes... Civil will bring out a lot of stuff, and all of a sudden, criminal says, well, they won the civil yeah. case, so there's something going on here, and it will turn into criminal. In this case, I don't I know that it. that would happen. Yeah. yeah, I do doubt it. And, of course, 
I would imagine, has his attorney already said I'm appealing? I, you know what? I have not heard a comment from I Tucker, can't believe Tucker. they're not going to appeal. That's right. Either the $5 million or the amount of the judgment, of course they'll appeal that. But I would think that uh, they would... Can, I mean, how much? How many civil cases end up on appeal? I don't know if you saw what uh, the closing arguments, what her attorneys really hammered home. Oh, wait a second. The Access Hollywood tape? You got it. Yeah. yeah. The grab by the pussy. Thanks, Billy oh, I'm Bush. I'm sorry about that. <laughs> yeah, Billy how Bush. much is Billy Bush liable for? Isn't how much does he have? What if Trump just comes out and says, Billy Bush should pay... Three million of the five million. I mean, can, isn't it amazing that again? You know, yesterday it was the so... picture of Kirk Gibson at the Led Zeppelin show that he has been saying. God, I wish somebody had a. I wish I had a picture of myself at the Led Zeppelin show. It was one of the really seminal concerts he'd ever been to, and uh -huh. Led Zeppelin broke up shortly after. And sure enough, our friend from Warren, his name's Michael, by the way, yeah. Michael goes through these old pictures and sees I mean it's so gibby in this picture we should probably post it with the show someday it's just he he's looking out at the audience he's he's security they've hired the Michigan State football team to provide security for the show and it is so him so young he really doesn't cam look like gibby yeah, especially I mean, I, in this I, photo where Gibby's what, 1920? How old yeah, is Yeah, I, I, I just really see a strong resemblance there. I know uh, Kevin and uh, Kirk Robert, I'm sure that there's a resemblance too. For some reason, I just saw Cam when I saw that picture, but it's, um, it's quite something that they were able to find that. And sure enough, this Access Hollywood tape is, they're not taping for the story yet. They just have the mics on and they're recording because they're about to meet, was it Nancy Glass? No, it was some other... Um or were they just talking about Grabbed Nancy Glass? They're talking about Nancy. That's the one he moved on. Grabbed like by a the bitch. Because <laughs> <Right? Wasn't laughs> he took her shopping. That line cracked me up. He took her furniture shopping, furniture which shopping. is like. I moved on her like a bitch. That, that taking her furniture shopping is so fake. But remember, the that shot. so fake. The shot was the cameraman waiting for the bus. So that's why they're rolling and the bus is pulling up and mics are on. And it's a total fluke. But he said what he said. And as the election was getting closer, Billy Bush informed. NBC News that, hey, I got a piece of audio that could sink Trump. Oh, he brought it? I didn't know he brought yes, it Yes, oh, wow. he did. And NBC News was apparently trying to land it at the most, you know, the most punishing time. And what happened was somebody else had it. And they played it first. So I think what happened was it was enough before the election that he was able to talk his way past it and out of it. Locker room talk. Yeah, it was before the still debates. still won. Yeah. So... God, what a! Oh, this is really, I mean, to be found guilty of forcibly touching a woman, the defamation, who fucking cares? I mean, honestly, that doesn't mean anything, in my opinion. I'm almost surprised that, well, yeah, so people... For, oh, I'm I sorry tell you, about I, that. Sometimes I'm happy to see defamation is, is taken more seriously more often because I can't stand the way people get defamed constantly by other people on social media. It used to be you really got defamed by news organizations and journalists who got stories wrong. Now everyone's a reporter. Everyone's a tattletale. Everyone's a complainer. I wonder if the difference is because, you know, these, these news organizations in the past have such an, like a big vetting process. You have layers yeah. of editors and no. lawyers. And here you have social media where it's just... Exactly. Or YouTube, no, like the Cardi B lady who just like... She's a, she's a hooker, blah, blah, blah. Just throwing well, it out there. No. Just making shit up. News organizations did not defame people. It was quite unusual. It was very rare 
because there was such a rigorous effort yeah. to tell the truth or to try to objectively tell the truth. And of course, people fail at that, but at least they were trying to. Now, yeah, you've got every asshole, especially if they have a big following, if they say something terrible about, about someone, you know, that's a With big malice deal. Unknowingly, yeah. So, I mean, in that, in that vein... I guess I'm pleased if he did indeed forcibly touch her and nine jury members agree. Um, I'm not trying to make excuses for Trump, but I can't believe that his lazy attitude about this whole thing, that he's not even going to show up, not even going to testify. I don't know. How could you not testify in something like this? Well, he said he wasn't allowed to. <laughs> he was allowed to. Of no, course he, he said was he was to. not allowed to speak or defend himself. No, because he wanted to just say what he wanted to say on social media. That's what he wanted to do. He wanted to not testify. He just wanted to speak out on social media so he could say what he wants and no one can ask him anything different. Yeah. I mean, who can blame him? But it's um it's a very it's interesting wild. case. It'll pro- you know, I would imagine it'll be appealed on that basis because his attorney's point was how can you say a presidential candidate can't speak on and I I swear the more days that go by, I'm just stunned historically how unique this is. That someone who lost the election in 2020 is talked about as much as he is and becomes the leading candidate. Usually you lose a presidential election. Nobody wants anything to do with you. You blew it. Who's the only one? Is it Alexander? Adlai Stevenson ran oh. in 52 against Ike, and uh, he ran again in 56. Didn't we just cover in, like, Grover Alexander or... Well, he won the presidency twice, which is what Trump is attempting to do, to be the second president to win and lose in the middle. Um, so, yeah, Alexander did, too. You know, he you was know, able to earn. You know what's going to happen? <laughs> He's going to fundraise off this and make more than $5 million. Probably. Or he'll do another uh, NFT thing, just enough to pay oh, off I would, this. I would not be surprised if there's a, a you know an email blast tonight coming out that says, you know... I, I do, honestly, he was wronged, and he needs money to fight. Frankly, I don't understand these people who just start sending all this money for this. I, it's just so bizarre to me. They like him. This is his personal life. Nobody. Why should someone help him pay this? First of all, he's richer than you. He's richer than all these people sending money to him. Do you hear? I, did you hear his new truth social that he put up? No. In all caps. I have absolutely no idea who this woman is. The verdict is a disgrace, a continuation of the greatest witch hunt of all time. And that's how he will raise money off of it. Uh, but again, I, I don't understand all these people who say, oh, my God, I've got to help him. I've got to send money. I one, don't yeah. understand it. I, I mean, I don't understand a lot of GoFundMes, too, because people somehow get involved in something where they're their political leanings are known and they go, oh, my God, I've got to help that person. Yeah. They think the same way I do. Even though they're wrong or just like legal defense <laughs> funds, but it happens all the time. Clinton's legal defense fund was, was, he didn't pay Paula Jones or for those attorneys. Other people paid for all that. I'll give you two more, two more examples in the same thing where people just look at whatever side it is and then just start yelling. One is uh, Biden in Title 42, which is expiring Thursday, and he wants to make new rules. That's basically the same thing, right? And people are livid about it. And I, or people are not livid about it. But if that was Trump, who really enforced Title 42, people were fucking livid about it because they're just looking at who's who, right? It's the same fucking thing. Another example is he sent 1,500 troops down, and Lindsey Graham's up there talking about it being political theater. And then when he's questioned about, well, when 
did you say that when Trump did that? And he just totally didn't answer the question because he's doing the same fucking thing that Trump did. But people just want to look at the R or the D and then fight and yell and scream about it. Yeah, I don't. I I mean, it's going to be what it's going to be, and it's such a cesspool. It's absolutely amazing. And the other thing is, which I haven't even considered yet, is assuming that this guilt, this verdict stands. Does this even affect? Does anyone even change no. their vote? No, of course not. I, I I can't help thinking that at least, for example, among independents, he would lose some votes over being charged with forcibly. <laughs> Forcibly touching someone. Here's my fear in this. I thing. can't believe there aren't independents who would say, you know, I was leaning. I... And I, I briefly made mention of this to Mark before the show started, but with something like this happening and with Joe Biden being 88 years old and bumbling, and I, I just, I, if those two end up being, you know, the the primary. Uh, people in this election, I don't know if they're going to do any debates. I don't. I don't think I don't Trump's going to want to talk about this stuff. He does. Yeah, and then Joe Biden's not going to want to do a debate because it might make no. him look bad. When's the last time you can remember a presidency or a presidential election without a debate? Never. I, I honestly, I can't. I just cannot grasp. I'm just. I'm going to get off this because I know people get sick of politics and they go crazy. But I, I really can't believe we've been pointing in this direction that yes, these two people who are going to be over eighty or very close to 80, and two years older than 80, 82, are going to be the candidates for president. And we know this is crazy. There's so many people who say, no, I really don't want to vote for either one of them. I mean, a big chunk of people do not want to vote for either one of them. The, in, in terms of Joe Biden and his own party, I think it's 30-some percent want him to run. Yeah. Why is this happening? Why can we never stop anything? We, I mean... It's, it's the time for a third party to throw his hat in the ring. Sure is. Mark Cuban or The Rock. It reminds <laughs> me of, um, I mean, in the same way, because I, I feel like we're, we're dealing with this all the time. Things that we know are terribly wrong and when nothing is done to stop them. Like social, all these kids on social media, it's like, this is crazy. We know they're becoming depressed. Mm -hmm. They're suicidal. They're out of their minds. Uh, not all of them, but I mean, a lot of kids are really upset about this. And yet, yeah, whatever. Nobody's doing anything about it. Nobody cares. No, it's not even discussed by the people who could do something about it very often. It's very rare. And as far as the people that have the platforms, hey, they're not going to try to have less people on their platforms. They're not going to do it because it's the right thing to do. Yeah. Anyway, what fucking madness. Oh, boy. Do you want to go back to the Matariza thing or Ariza or however you pronounce his name? Punt God. Sure. Yeah, we didn't get too far. Yeah. No, I, I was just asking Kennedy about... Does he get signed again? Parties. Oh, yeah. He should. He's 22 oh, years old. He's one of the best punters in the last generation. Well, there's one problem uh, that I don't think will matter, but I don't know. Because, you know, people are so busy reacting and complaining and telling on people. And I know people are going to be upset about this because he got a blowjob from this 17-year-old girl... The way the story goes, and then is went that home. He was urinating in yeah. the woods yeah. outside the fraternity house, and this female came out there to talk to him, talk to him, and ended up blowing him yeah. in the woods. She also, I mean, her. In the course of this police report, I hope he shook it off. They find out. They find out that she was bragging about this to her girlfriends. Yeah. You know, yeah, I just had sex. And and then I think later on when she was flirting with some other guys and making out more, she was also bragging about it. And then 
there were cell phone videos. This is this is so fucking sick to me that this girl, whether she they thought she was 18 or 17 or 19, these multiple guys are having sex with her on the couch in the fraternity house and people are filming it on their phones. Mm-hmm. And so they showed her one of the films that the police did to say, this is one of the, the videos we looked at when we determined that this is not a rape. Yeah. And she left after watching the first video and did not want to watch any more of them. And I don't blame her. I'm not trying to judge her, but it sounds like to me like a 17 year old that was wildly excited to be at a fraternity party. And well, there were all the other witnesses saying that she was approaching men at the party saying, I want to fuck you. I want you to fuck me. And if you don't fuck me, you're a pussy or something like that. That's in it's, the report. It's a really weird story. And of course she happens to be seven. If she's 18, yeah. there's none of this would even matter. Well, I mean the, the rape, might be a question, the alleged rape, which but know, I think police that, don't think it happened. And but I think that sound like it did. took on more age weight yeah. and heft because of her age. Yeah, consent in California is what, 18? Because, think. yeah, she couldn't consent to it anyway, so it's automatically rape. Yeah. But um, anyway, her attorney... But there's you know, also witnesses at the party that said she was telling people she was 18. Yes. So, and, I mean... So, I don't understand. I mean, this is what makes me upset on behalf of Matareza, who I... It sounds like did not do anything wrong because it's alleged that he left at 1230. Yeah. And when he supposedly pulled her into a room where three, you know, three tigers are waiting to pounce on this girl and threw her face first on the bed was at 130. So, he's not there. Yep. So, they said that didn't happen. His uh, Her attorney says that... Oh, she's not going to be bullying and dropping this case. The case is going to trial, and Areza will be forced to talk. And also, he said that uh, Matt Areza knew or should have known exactly how old she was, which is like, well, what, are you, what are you talking about? Why are you picking you on this guy? That, but yeah, How do you prove that? No, you can't. How should he have known? He's supposed to get her driver's license or ID. But I mean, this guy has already lost his career temporarily, if not permanently. He should sue her for lost wages. God, I, I, I don't know. what I, I would almost, if there was anybody to sue, it would be her attorney, who is just saying these inflammatory things about him that are not true. Should the Lions sign him? Oh, we got a good punter. We got a punter. Okay. Right? I, I, don't know, I don't know what's going to happen to him, but he is that good that it sounds like someone will sign job. him. This is a case where it seems to me this person has been wrongly drummed out of the league over what is essentially hysteria. Because people start saying things and paperwork gets generated and the next thing you know, it's like, oh, we're not going to deal with this because all these complainers are, I mean, we're going to have people picketing. We're going to have people going crazy. I know OJ's not even allowed to do anything with the NFL because people think he murdered his wife. (laughs) Isn't that terrible? (laughs) He was found not guilty. You have all been told some fantastic lies. Bring the juice back into the fold. It always uh, happens to those buffalo you know, I, I, I'm finding as time goes on, because I feel like so much is driven by the tattletales. For example, you know, the people that go through people's Twitters and find that they tweeted something when they were 14 or 13 or 15. Yeah. People love to tattletale on people. And I think it's just a troll move. And then people love to complain. For example, the people who are so upset about Ted Nugent playing at the brewery company in Alabama. And people made such a, and I have to believe this is an organized effort, or maybe it is not organized. I don't know. They make so many complaint calls to the brewery that they say, we're going to cancel the show. We're too many complaints. 
Those aren't people that want to see Ted Nugent. They have nothing to do with Ted Nugent. They just don't like him. No, everybody wants to control everybody else now. So these people who I think are doing a lot of them controlling, the complainers and the tattletales, I don't think they're sincere. I don't think they really mean it. I think they just... They, they just like want it. to fuck with people, yeah. and um, and it works. So they get their way, and so they probably keep doing it. There's another uh, interesting story. This one is far, far less controversial. Great reporting by Wetzel, by the way. Yeah. Who broke the Ariza thing. Dan Wetzel. Oh, Dan broke the story? I didn't yeah. even know that. Oh, I read, yeah, I read no. his story, but I didn't know he broke it. Yep. That was all those, he likes reading those court transcripts. He's good. Well, Dan, you know, that's why I kept saying Dan should do a true crime show, because he does it so well, and he seems to have the patience for true crime. And we, we talked about it. Unfortunately, I'm so goddamn busy. I think Dan would kind of like to do it. but you read, his, you read his article, right? Yes. Boy, it really sounded like the police just ripped her and her attorney to shreds. Yeah. Uh-huh. That's I want to know more about that, Dan. Well, maybe you'll hear more. I wonder if he'll talk about this on the College yeah, Football yeah, Inquirer. Probably. I'll look. Although he, Matt Areza is a professional player, but he was a college player when this happened. Sure. Mm-hmm. Well, they so talk about it, everything on there. They so. do. And you know, honestly, that show covers a lot of true crime because when the Alabama murder occurred, Involving Brandon, you know, he was he drove the gun to the guy. Brandon Miller, is it? Yeah. Yeah. Um, they spent a lot of time on the podcast talking about that, and I thought they broke it down really well. I think I might have even stolen some of their concepts. Hey. The show. <laughs> no, Dan, Co-opted. Don't say Dan, stolen. Dan has a lot, uh, lot to say when it comes to true crime, and he, sat, he has sat through trials, too. The What's the trial in Cleveland? The uh, rape trade case. San Diego. Um, Winslow Jr., that one? Yeah. Was that... Oh, yeah, that case was out there, wasn't it? Yep. I don't know. A lot of people will not. There just aren't that many sports people that will sit through a crime case like that. Because that was a, oh, that was probably pretty interesting. I mean, there were, you had Kellen Winslow Sr. I think he had a few outbursts in the courtroom. Mm -hmm. And he said he wouldn't. In the details. He wouldn't even look at the girls because he knew they were lying or something like that. In the details of the case were so gross. Oh, that was horrible. It was an awful case. He was so guilty. I couldn't believe he got eight years. I, I don't think he should ever be out. Um, okay, I'm looking for... Um, oh, there's, a, there's a representative in Texas by the name of uh, Brian Slayton. Oh, yeah. And I just read through the whole 16 pages of it this morning. Here it is. Texas Rep. Brian Slayton has resigned after an investigation <laughs> revealed... He gave alcohol to a 19-year-old member of his staff and had sex with her. Brian Slayton is a 45-year-old married man with, uh, with kids. He is a staunch conservative. He uh, loves picking on drag show artists, calls them groomers, you know, things like that. All the really, the most dramatic thing. I understand why people don't like children's drag shows or whatever they call them, childhood story time. Story time. But he really takes it to another level and calls them groomers and... You know, a lot of big talk, trying to get clicks and whatnot. It is the fault of the Wang. And turns out he's quite a groomer himself. <laughs> he, uh, he likes giving copious amounts of alcohol to, in this case, a 19-year-old member of his staff who he had sex with. And uh, did you read the story at all? Did you read the, any of the details, either I, of you guys? Yeah. I, I didn't read all of it. I just kind of read the first couple paragraphs and then looked at him and said, oh, man. 
No, it's gross. Thinking of this guy with a 19-year-old girl who was a virgin, by the way, yeah. and was saving herself, quote-unquote, it just is so frustrating. he told her. Uh, he's a former pastor, too. Oh, That's oh, always oh, nice to know. Moral high ground. And not only did he have sex with her, after the fact, he harassed her by showing her an email from someone who was suggesting that uh, Slayton had had sex with someone on his staff. Mm -hmm. And he better hope this girl, you know, uh, shuts up or something. It turns out he had made up the email. It was a fake email. He was just basically trying to scare her into shutting up. Yeah, and, there, and there's, correct me if I'm wrong, weren't there thoughts, too, that he might have might have drugged her? Or is that, am I, did I read that I wrong? didn't see that. He gave her enough alcohol to be plenty drunk. She okay. she was... Well, and uh, her friends, too, right? Yes. Yeah. She had been drinking enough that she felt dizzy, and she said she was having double vision, which, um, I mean, that's in the case like that, you can end up with a wiener in your ass. Because oh, yeah. Double vision. You know, which one is going where? And, you know, just saying. Could yeah, there's, there's only one person that wins when there's double vision. And it's Foreigner! Yeah. Because they get some spins now. What a great track. Dun, 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 dun. Feeling down and dirty, feeling kind of mean. Dun, dun, dun. I've been from one to another extreme. Yeah, but this guy's got a temperature of 103. <laughs> All right, carry on. So, what was really amusing to me and i i don't mean that in a flip way but i'm reading about all this activity between the girl in this case who's 19 who's an in an intern in the state in house condo. <laughs> sophie a and her friends emily j hannah w the three of them are going back and forth and emily j and hannah w are trying to tell sophie a that he don't want to be with this guy. He's a yeah. he's a representative. He this doesn't make any sense. He's married too, and they're telling her, "I thought you were saving yourself for someone special." And what Sophie doesn't tell them is that she's in love with Brian Slate. Uh, she thinks why? she is. I know. Uh, he's <laughs> not he's a handsome man. He because he, he, he flirted her. with her and he groomed her, and, and, and it was she, so frustrating. She's like Monica Lewinsky. So this guy is not handsome whatsoever. No, I, he's a I, loser. I could see that, you know, some young aide interested in politics, you know, finding a handsome guy that she's working for on the campaign and maybe something happens. This dude is no, he's he's short, he look, he's rotund. He looks like somebody famous. Who a, does he's he a look silver like? Fox. You're right, true. Who <laughs> is it? It's gonna, we're going to really laugh when we figure it out. Yeah. Somebody really oh, <laughs> It's nothing fuck. like this. Damn it. <laughs> it's driving me crazy. You're specifically talking about the one of him in that blue shirt, right? Yes, yes. yes. Yeah, with the lake it's in the background. Like, uh, I was going to say Caliendo, <laughs> Frank Caliendo a little bit, but not yes, really. Yes, that's, that's not so? a bad start. I think it could be Caliendo. It's Cal a start, maybe, you're right. Maybe it is Caliendo. You're right. It's just a start. But I got to say, Caliendo, he's automatically got his new impersonation. <laughs> so, Sophie and Hannah, Hannah W. and Emily Jane. I'm picturing these three girls who are 19, hot, 20 years old. Names. Kind of. And they're talking, and they're like, "Sophie, it's dangerous. You don't want to. He's married. You're saving yourself." And then he calls oh Sophie, boy. and they can hear his voice. And he's like, "Yeah, I don't want to drink alone. Uh, can you come over? I'm at my apartment." 
He's got a house with his wife and kids, and he's got an apartment. Uh, kids have to stay, you know. I'm, I'm working so hard, I got to be near the state. So um, I don't want to drink alone. And so they're like, they're so she gets off the phone, and they're like, yeah, that's really dangerous because you know you're gonna be drinking, and you're not gonna think very well, and you really shouldn't go over there. I just don't agree. And so she's like, well, no, I want to go. I don't want him to drink alone. I'm kind of worried about him. You know, he's, he doesn't like his wife, and he's very upset, and you know. And you know, just need someone to talk to. And so they're like, no, that's stupid. And then the next thing you know, Jack P shows up. Jack P is, I think he's Hannah W's boyfriend. Oh, boy. And Jack P, <laughs> just Jack as Jack P. P is trying to explain to Sophie A that this is really wrong, he calls again. Oh. He's like, are you coming over? I'm, I, you know, I'm, I'm just I'm drinking. I'm lonely. I'm drink, I don't want to drink by myself. This is not a good situation. We'll just talk. Oh, well, I know. I really want to. And I'm going to come over. I'm, I'm coming over. And so then she gets off the phone. Well, that phone call was on the speakerphone. And they're like, no, it's bullshit. You're going to get drunk. And it's a really bad idea. And you can't go there. And Jack P says, all right. Here's what we're going with you just to make sure that you're safe. It's not gonna be safe unless we all go. Jack P wanted to party a little more. And so Jack P, Emily J, and W Company Sophie A. And can you imagine how disappointed Brian Slayton was when he opened the door and saw Jack P, Emily J, and Hannah W there? <laughs> oh my god. Oh. And he doesn't really hide it because he says, I thought you were coming along. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know you're bringing other people. And they just walk in, yeah. and next thing you know, <laughs> Brian is making drinks for all of them, oh, yeah. and they're all drinking. Yeah. It's like, oh, well, you don't want her to drink with him, but you all want to drink with him because hey, he's making, and he's making really stiff jink- drinks. Yeah, and so Roman he's like, like, she's like, this is too strong. And so Brian takes a big swig out of it and pours more coke yeah. in. <laughs> What a hero he is. What a man. So eventually, Emily J., Jack P., and Hannah, uh, Brian Slayton outlasts them because he's got a boner. And so he's like, this boner will outlast any of these kids, these fucking kids. And sure enough, they're like, man, poor, I want to go home. He's also got years of drinking ahead of them. Yes. Yeah, he's 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 barely buzzed at all. And like, Sophie, let's go. And Sophie's like, I'm not ready to go home. And so... Meanwhile, Sophie's mom is actually texting, I think, Emily J. And going, where's Sophie? Why is she? Her phone is at this apartment somewhere. Where's Sophie? And so they're not really answering her. Sophie's not answering her. And they're, finally, they're exhausted. They're like, so we have to go, Sophie. And she's like, I'm going to stay. I want to stay. I, be- I believe Sophie A's mom had the um, kind of the uh, air tag thing where she was looking. and Yeah, like, she could see. Yeah, not that she wasn't there. I know she's there. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, Sophie stays, and what do you know? They end up fucking all night, mm. all over the apartment. Except again, just, the only problem is that Sophie A's, she's a virgin and she bled quite a bit. Oh. No, wait, is that the first time? Because I thought, yeah, okay, that's the first time. Because the next day, Emily J says, "Sophie, hey, did you have sex?" She's like, yeah, and I bled all over. You had to change the sheets in the morning because I bled so much. And she had bloody underwear, and she's like, yeah, I want to save Sounds these. like someone's having their monthly. They threw it away at the A&P. Yeah. <laughs> what? I'm saving these because it's the first time. Oh. Let's just say they had to throw her underwear out at the A&P. Hey, she might want to hold on to that underwear for 30 years. You never know when you want DNA. So, Ugh. eventually, I don't know if it's... I think it's Ugh. Hannah W. who reports this. Emily J. saw bloody underwear on Sophie Hayes' bedside table. Ugh. Gross. Ugh. 
I ended up feeling so bad for Sophie A. Oh, she fuck she's yeah. In, I think she's in love with this guy. This asshole. Oh, God. Anyway, what about Hillary? So everyone under the sun's like, uh, this guy's an idiot. He doesn't belong in here. And he resigned. And they're going to vote him out. They're going to vote him out anyway because they said, well, he resigned, so his successor isn't elected, so he's technically in office, so we can vote him out. They did 147 to zero. Oh, wow. At least, uh, at least Representative Slayton took her to the drugstore to get Plan B. Yes, that was kind. Yeah, it's the conservative thing to do. Yeah, because he didn't use a condom. Mm. What a f- <laughs> Rubber <laughs> some bullshit. Unbelievable, isn't it? Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, it's, it's really kind of awful. I, know, I really felt quite ill. Uh, it's not even the hypocrisy you of, about to lose your job. of his position and stances. It's just what he did here, regardless of who he is. Yeah, I mean, the hypocrisy is astounding, but... I think we just expect that now. What is it He's about bad. people in the religious field? It just seems that it attracts yeah. people that want to be near people yeah, they can get away with up it. to them, and they can sort of pull stuff off that they Real might not be able to pull off otherwise. Yeah. Oh, man. Ugh. Boy. That's a fun story, Jesus. And then um, three of those. Okay. And then, uh, of course, Hugs. Has there been any announcement about Hugs today, Bob Huggins? Oh, he's he... getting hammered all over the I place. I know. Is he suspended or anything like They're that? They're investigating no, he's, it. he's apologized, though. What, what the fuck is there to investigate? I'm so tired of people. Uh, we're conducting a full uh, investigation. This does not align with the values of West Virginia uh, University. Uh, the investigation is this. Someone jump online. How much shit is he getting <laughs> Can we get away yeah, with right. this? No, you're right. Not whether or not it happened. Or but stop acting like there's something to investigate. You know what he did? He called. I think uh, it's worse too because he's trying to be funny. Isn't he? Isn't he trying? Yeah, to be, he's trying to be he's funny. trying to be funny. He so, knew it. It wasn't a slip. Also, the the host of the show is trying to be funny too. Well, it must have been transvestite or transsexual night or uh, something. Yeah, because they throw dildos on the. He thought that was so funny, and then uh, their guffawing ended though right after he said. <laughs> oh yeah. I know, it was a big <laughs> okay, Huggies. I can't believe he said that. But anyway, let's check the latest on hugs, and we'll get back to that. Oh boy! Hugs. So, um, yeah, Drew is like most men. I don't know if everybody knew that they put up with pain and discomfort. We all know about how bad Drew's hip has gotten. They put off surgery. When Drew's back to running up and down the stairs, he'll say, "Should have done this years ago." That's all in the copy. It's the same with vision issues. We endure mediocre solutions like glasses, contacts, reading glasses until we finally say, enough, starring Jennifer Lopez. (laughs) Then we call Dr. Yaldo and get a free evaluation and opt for the appropriate procedure that will set us free to enjoy HD caliber vision at all distances. And, of course, you're going to say, why did I wait so long? And the answer is because you you just don't want to go to the doctor. I totally understand. I'm fighting this battle now because I have had my eyes fixed and I have to wear glasses again and it makes me really sad so i'm going to be calling y'all though to see okay at what point at what point do we fix my eyes at what point do we put in the you know the two different eyeball lenses so i can see because i need bifocals bifocals it's getting so bad like so sad. oh god that makes me feel even older brandon mm. So, everybody, if you're having vision issues, make the call. Let Dr. Yaldo evaluate you and then begin seeing the way you used to see before your vision went to shit. Call 1-800-398-EYES or go to YaldoEyeCenter.com. You can even save $1,500 on custom LASIK if you mention this very show. Uh, let's see. How else? your eyes. <laughs> How else can you improve yourself? Well, are you having trouble sleeping? Yes, I, you say? Yes. 
Are you stressed out, Brandon? I sure am. I got the solution for you. It's on the web. Nextevo.com, N-E-X-T-E-V-O.com. What they provide are natural CBDs that will absorb into your body much faster than what you've tried before. It's It's been scientifically proven, the smart sorb technology. 30 times better absorption in the first 30 minutes and four times the overall absorption, uh, better overall absorption than other products. So the two things we've talked about before, they have the triple action CBD sleep. That's got the melatonin and the CBDs in it. And it's got crazy melatonin, so it'll knock you out. And then the time-release melatonin will keep you asleep even longer. Um, and, of course, the CBDs will do their magic. They have the Stress CBD Complex that is mixed with whole plant ashwagandha. Yeah. That's a thing. Mm-hmm. That's a word uh, I just said. Uh, it has clinically been proven to reduce stress up to 70%, improve concentration by 50%. So we've tried both. They both work, we think. So why don't you give it a shout? Upgrade your CBDs. Go to nextevo.com. Add the slash Drew, and you get 20% off your very first order of $40 or more. That's 20% off, $40 or more at nextevo.com. And finally, how are you going to pay for all these things? Well, you got to have a plan, right? Mm-hmm. And the best part about preparing for your financial future is that it involves dollar signs, commas, and decimal points. No semicolons. Eli. Only pretentious people use semicolons. Or maybe even the word pretentious. If you have questions about your financial future, or you're just wondering if you're going to be able to reach those financial goals, give our buddy Luke Nowacki a call. 248-663-4748. Free consultation. See what he can do for you. 248-663-4748. And he promises to never use punctuation correctly. Securities and investment advisory oh. services offered through Royal Alliance oh, Associates. Oh, that's nice. For everyone but me. Separately owned and other entities and or marketing names, products or services referenced here are independent of Royal Alliance Associates. I like the challenge of reading the disclaimer. I don't play it for you, Drew, because I think you beat Matt Farley's 12 seconds. I still would rather have him read it. I think you do it in eight seconds. No, I, think I don't like it. Remarkable. I don't like doing it. I have major breaking news. Oh, really? Ridiculous breaking news. What? Breaking news with Mort Krim. After 36 years, MTV News is signing off the air. It marks the end of an era <laughs> <laughs> and represents another seismic moment for cable TV. Clean out your desk, Loader! What? Wait, is Kurt Loader still, still going doing? On. A, no, no, they're not doing any news, yeah, are they? Yeah, Tabitha Sorin. What? No, she's been gone forever. <laughs> I, just, I, I just remember Beavis called her. Have the sore in. <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> By the way, I had no idea. Kurt Loder is like 78 years old. Yeah. I didn't know he was that old. Loder's the real deal, man. Here's a, oh no, he's a big sellout. I didn't even know what? MTV really? News oh, yeah. was on the last Wait, explain this to me. I thought he was like a real reporter for a while. He, he was at Rolling Stone. Yeah. And Rolling Stone used to rag MTV nonstop about what an insipid network it was and how pathetic they were. And then Kurt Loder left Rolling Stone to take the MTV job. And they were like, oh my God, no. <laughs> but it made him 20 times as famous and he probably made a lot more money. So, MTV is old. Anyway, I'm looking at some of the tweets here. Oh, my God, this marks the end of an era. I remember watching Kurt Loder's live Cobain coverage from a congressional <laughs> office with fellow staffers. Everything stopped. Wait, what? Who, who said that? That was uh, Jim Maiella, whoever he is. And let's see. Uh, I mean, everybody remembers the spinning globe and then the do-do-do-do, right? I mean, that was a big deal when I was a kid. But that was in the No, it was 90s. early 90s, yeah, without a doubt. 
MTV News got an entire generation of Gen Xers and older millennials start paying attention to global events, politics. No, they did not. What are you talking about, Alicia Grazo? I got to be honest. I never looked forward to the MTV News. Really? I, I, just, I just didn't. No, I wanted to see my music. I wanted to see my music videos. I mean, it could have been that I was Two minutes 10. long. I know, but still, I would have preferred the six ad world. Remember from Daria? It was the most surface level news coverage, except with well, rock it was and music. roll. That's what I was going to say. It was the only music news that no, you No, music really would news. Get. I was interested in the music yeah. news, but when they did anything else, like remember when they did the, what was the campaign when Clinton was running? Was oh, it? rock the vote! Rock the which, hey, let's rock the vote, man! Which, believe it or not, was highly successful. Well, they say it was. I don't know how successful it was. I thought it was so dumb. I'm like, what is fucking presidential candidate doing on my music network? Yeah, well, this that's boring. That's when we got Clinton to. to uh, isn't that when he said that I did not inhale? Wasn't that MTV? Was that MTV? I'm almost positive. Vote or die, motherfucker, motherfucker, vote or die. Can we see a Kurt? Can we see Kurt Loader's uh, Cobain announcement? That's got to be yes, on YouTube, yes, right? Absolutely. That's got to be the biggest thing. I mean, other than that, I don't remember anything he ever did. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I just don't. <laughs> Was it him that did it? It had to have been him. I think it was Loader. Come on, Loader. You load. <laughs> Loader seems like kind of a load. Loader, yeah. Well, that was the pen name he chose, right? Was it? Yeah, I think it was. There's Loader. Report on a very sad day. Kurt Cobain, the leader of one of rock's most gifted and promising bands, Nirvana, is dead. And this is the story as we know it so far. Cobain's body was found in a house in Seattle on Friday morning. He was dead of an apparently... I just want to say, nothing screams serious news like the MTV News set. That set's ridiculous. <laughs> the purple the purple cover, the desk cover, that funky green and black background. Yeah, it's so busy. The window. It's so distracting. <laughs> and here's Loader, you know, with important... Kurt Loader with story. MTV News special report on a very sad day. Kurt Cobain, the leader of one of rock's most gifted and promising bands, Nirvana, is dead. And this is the story oh we've so far. Cobain's body was found in a house in Seattle on Friday morning. He's the 27 he Club. Self-inflicted <laughs> shotgun blast to the head. From Courtney. Police found what is said to be a suicide note at the scene, but have not yet divulged its contents. Cobain, who was 27, had reportedly been missing for about six days, according to his mother. Yeah. Which was normal. Didn't want to burn out and fade away. He quoted, Russ yeah. never sleeps. That was it. Okay, wait. There's got to be... Uh, what are some other big stories that Loader covered? In the early 90s? Oh, what about Shannon Hoon? Didn't he... Uh... Yeah, Shannon. Might as well do Shannon Hoon. I was going to say John Lennon, but I don't think he was there yet. Uh, Hooner! See, I don't know what this one is, so we're just going to check it out here. All right. As long as it's news. <laughs> See, I didn't mind the news. This is MTV News. For the first time Brandon since is so Wham! toured here three years ago, George Michael will be playing outdoor stadiums in the U.S. Oh, cool. Breaking news. On the final leg of his current tour. The story is so gay. Dates. Where's the Shannon Hoon? Hey, why? Just because... Uh... All the shows are 50,000 plus football stadiums. This I would not <laughs> have interrupted the videos for. Or remote control or anything. Well, how is he going to know that Michael's coming to town? Michael Jackson and Whitney Houston. See, this is just a really gay break in general. Mike, is it George Michael? Well, no, Whitney Houston. Oh, wait, what's the story? Formation of Led Zeppelin. And the band will be celebrated with a Led Zepp extravaganza and record mart in Secaucus, New Jersey. The event, organized by some Maryland Zeppelin fans, will take place September 9th. I gotta say, I don't, don't be there. I don't and remember Kurt Schroeder being this low energy. Boring. <laughs> the extravaganza will include displays of rare memorabilia and videos, plus performances and where's by the Shannon Hoon death loader? Bands, it's too boring. I think Shannon Hoon wasn't even <laughs> famous at this hand. point. 
Are magazines entering a new golden age? Yeah, get rid of this. I, I want to see a video or something. I'd rather do our show than watch this. You're channeling the inner 11-year-old me. You might be right, Brandon. I don't know. He's a load. But there's got to be some other major event. What about uh, Bill Clinton impeachment? Wouldn't he do that story and act really important? Like, you know, some major history is made today that uh, all of you young people need to understand. And I'm here to tell about young Kurt Loader. And I'm a total load. Uh, here's one from 1996, but oh yeah, this is about Bill Clinton. Here you go. I'm Kurt Loder with an MTV News Brief. President Bill Clinton was joined at the White House on Monday by law enforcement officials from 17 U.S. cities to announce the creation oh. of a federal computer system, which it's hoped will attract the sales of guns to juveniles. The 17 cities cooperating. Oh my God, this is boring. They should have broken into this with a video. Since all guns manufactured in or imported into the United States must bear a serial number and can initially be program director, I would have just hit a video. Anything. backtracking will be used. White lion, I don't care. How would it hit this? program is based on one to zero this year. Mark, come on. you got to do better. What? To Mark's look credit. For, I have to do better. I, for best of loader. Do something. To Mark's credit, I can't find any that stick out either. It's, it's, it's Kurt so Cobain and that's most, it. They only put the most boring stories he's ever done online? Well, let's see what, let's see what, this, let's see what this story's about. <laughs> The drumming's pretty cool. I'm Kurt Loder with an MTV News Brief. Singer Phil Collins has announced that his 25-year association with Genesis <laughs> is finally over. Genesis says that he wanted no. to concentrate more on his solo career. I thought as he was well back with him. I thought they did a tour. I think he also said, I can't believe I'm bald. friends with the other members <laughs> of Genesis. Picture they used. Keyboardist Tony Banks says the next Genesis album will be, quote, heavier and darker. Ooh, shot at Collins. Darker, Slayer has replaced drummer Paul Bostaff. What? Deddy, formerly of Testament and Evil Dead. Bostaff. Sources close to the band say was burned out. That's the news for now. He we'll was so burned, man. Sources said he was burned out. out. <laughs> Let me try. Uh, should I, you want me to try Tabitha Sorin? Yes. She comes later. Did she? she was, I, she was, I remember her. Tabitha was into the music. I think she really sort of tapped into the younger she demographic. Was the ginger. <laughs> the sound is awesome. I told you. See. Hi, I'm Tabitha Soren with an MTV News Brief. Sunday night, REM bassist Mike Mills made a surprise onstage what? appearance with Hootie and the Blowfish at their gig <laughs> oh, in Raleigh, God, North Carolina. Oh, oh my God. They were no doubt thrilled. They started out as a cover band whose favorite band to cover was REM. Meanwhile, Michael Sipes' new no. Harmony Single Cell Productions has just bought a screenplay by 17-year-old oh, Santa Monica, oh California high school senior. Uh, I'm going to fall asleep, I swear to God. Powers That Be. It's about Beverly well, Hills movie students bomb. who get into South Central L.A. gangster rap scene. Tragic results. Production may start this fall. That's the news for. <laughs> oh, at least she was quick. Oh, oh, they're all that quick. That that load report. I thought it was Maz doing sports on 1051 <laughs> for a second. <laughs> Jeez. Let's see what this one is. I don't know. Six Ad World. We need that sound effect. I'm Tabitha Soren with an MTV news? news Brief. Depeche Mode frontman David Gahan was released from Cedar sinai Medical Center okay? in Los Angeles Monday after being admitted for an apparent suicide what? last Whoa. Thursday. Oh, my God! We reportedly found the 33-year-old Gahan We could have lost Depeche Mode. With one of his he wrote a really slash. good book, by the way. The band spokesman says that for now, Depeche Mode plans to continue as a group with Gahan oh, and God. that Martin Gore thank has Gahan. already written a bunch of tunes for a new well, album. I'm glad they That's cut in for this. Now, That's it? One story, Soren? Yeah, I think she's... I, you know, Loader definitely has that Maz thing where he just wants to be talking. 
even if it is meaningless. Let's see, uh, let's see what this one is. According to published reports, MTV News anchor Tabitha Soren has been romantically linked <laughs> with journalist Michael Lewis. Soren denies the reports, claiming she doesn't have time for a boyfriend because she's too busy pretending not to be stupid. <laughs> That's a good one. Did right, Soren cover his album? But Tom Petty's calling What's Wildflowers his latest release, produced by the always adventurous Rick Rubin, a solo effort because of the absence of recently departed drummer oh, Stan Lynch. Oh, so you know what this is, Drew? Anyway, this is, I forgot, just besides the uh, MTV news updates, they did the Weekend Rock show. Remember oh, that? yeah, yeah. Boring. Sure. I like that. I, I like watched the, like the first two stories. Oh, I think the other. Boring. The only other MTV news piece that I can remember is when the Smashing Pumpkins touring keyboardist died. Other than that. Was I, it Jimmy Chamberlain? Something. Was he like the that. one that died? I think uh, so. I but think that's just about it. Yeah. Hi, I'm Tabitha Soren with an MTV News Brief. Rapper Notorious B.I.G., whose new single, One More Chance, rises from number five to number three on Monday's pop chart, is due to surrender himself to authorities in Camden, New Jersey Ooh. on Monday for his alleged oh, robbery Tupac. and assault oh, of a concert promoter's associate. Back oh, on more straight cred. That'll put it up to number one. B.I.G. was jailed on the Jersey warrant last Sunday morning after giving a concert in Pennsylvania and was held until Wednesday afternoon before bail of $10,000 was set. Nice quality, Tabitha. That's a new for now. around the clock here on MTV. <laughs> I told death. you I find them boring. Right, I'm gonna look for more. Tupac's death. Brandon will even be interested in that. <laughs> that was a big seminal moment in the '90s. Let's see, I got rock and roll deaths. Oh, I mean, there's a lot in the '90s. Rock covered and roll. Let's I think that was Jonathan Melvoin. Here it is. <laughs> Hi, Kurt Loder with MTV News. Madonna has the hottest single in the country this what? week with Secret, which left from number 30 to number 9 on the Billboard chart. And to keep the song heating things up Boring. in dance clubs, Madonna turned the tune over to one of the hottest remixers of the moment, Ugh. Junior Vasquez, DJ at New York's Sound Factory. We followed Vasquez into Soundworks oh God, Studio and watched him transform the mid-tempo Secret into something rather less gentle. Take a look. Less gentle. Take a look. The song is... No, thanks. Okay, rock and roll deaths. Let's see. Uh... David Cole of CNC Music Factory. He'd do that one, right? Ooh. I'm kidding. Uh, Philip Philip uh, Taylor Kramer from Iron Butterfly, February 12, 1995. Oh, That's got to be there. I That's got a, a good I got story. A I got a special report, Hi, I'm Kurt Loder with an MTV News special report. Def Leppard guitarist Steve Clark died in his sleep at his home in London on what? Monday night at the age of 30. A friendly Fuck, and unpretentious man with a classic British working-class drinking problem, Clark had been treated for alcoholism unsuccessfully and had recently taken a leave from Def Leppard with the group's blessings, even though the band is currently recording a new album, to again try to stop drinking. I'm glad we the watched this. I did not know not this. Yet known, but group sources say it might have been simply a heart attack and that the other members of Def oh. Leppard, while stunned by the news, weren't completely surprised. Clark joined <laughs> oh, the fledgling group in 1978 Jeez. and quickly became one of the band's main riff masters, coming up with the memorable guitar part for Photograph, among other hits. Oh, uh, oh Steve Clark. Okay, I missed you know, that. I was going to say, you know who he is. Uh, okay, wait, wait, wait. Jerry Garcia, 1995. Loader's got to cover that. <laughs> okay. What about John Denver in 97? Uh, he would cover that, but we don't really, not as important as Jerry. Jerry Garcia. What about Sonny Bono in 98? That might have gotten a cut in from Tabitha Sorkin. I don't know what this is. Oh, this is just 
Oh, that means it's going to be boring. That's nothing. What about Falco? What? Who? Falco's dead? Yeah, Rock me, Amadeus? When did Falco die? 1998. Oh, my God. That's terrible. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm just finding out. <laughs> Let's see what this one is. I don't know. Actually gave the movie an X, which would have made well, it very Rob difficult to Vanilli. distribute or promote. Director Craven made three different desperation cuts in the film last week. Oh, the MPAA My held God. fast to its X rating. I, I didn't, this is funny. I don't remember his delivery being this bad. <laughs> it's really bad. It's horrible. It's awful. just awful. Yeah, I don't think he did. He must have been off when Garcia died. Garcia. Oh, come on. Then Soren should have done it. <laughs> the fuck is going on over there at MTV News? They don't cover death? Well, that's why that it's too over interesting? now. That's why it's done. What about Easy e in 95? Oh, my that's, gosh. That's too interesting. I had to talk about AIDS. I forgot about this person that was on MTV News. Boom, 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 boom. Hi, I'm Allison Stewart with an MTV News Brief. Pearl Jam has canceled the 26th and 27th shows at the what? Del Mar Fairgrounds in San Diego. Why? Eddie Vedder's hometown. Band management said it's because the local sheriff complained to the San what? Diego Union Tribune about potential security problems without first oh, what a dick. the band. Pearl Jam hopes to make cool, Southern California dates. ETM, Pearl Jam's ticket agent, says that all 26,000 fans who sold out both shows will get full refunds in three to five weeks. Pearl Jam fans are cool, man. That was the More news on update. This and other stories throughout the day. Oh, my God. Oh, God, I'm so glad MTV News is over. <laughs> Jesus Christ. That was terrible. Boring. boring. Well, you got to admit, though, they had the best, uh, you know, breaking news sounder. Oh, wait, here's this one. What's this one? <laughs> I love it. We need the sounder. Loader with an MTV News brief. And reporting well, that was a pretty clean sounder right there. Plaint this week that he suffers from the disease of drug addiction. We Ooh, quoted a Boston Wyland. neurosurgeon who voiced the traditional view that describing voluntary behavior as a disease is a misuse of the word. However, it's worth noting that the American Medical Association considers drug and alcohol addiction to be diseases. I love it when they do heavy news. How does he make a rehab story boring? Associated with a potentially bad outcome. Especially a and rock and roll rehab story. No, how can you make this boring, Loader? Responsibility for personal that's the news for now. Stay tuned for more throughout the day. <laughs> what about Waylon's death? Well, it was much... If there's still a news operation... Much later. I want them to become no. unemployable. But they just dropped the news, so they had to have a story about it. It's going to be Allison Stewart or somebody. <laughs> Hi, Kurt Lord with MTV News. We might have with seen this guitarist Dave Navarro <gasps> firmly on board and drummer Chad Wait. Smith recovered from Are a they broken dead? wrist. The Red Hot Chili Peppers oh, are back in a major way. Yes. Touring the company with Australia's Silver Chair as opening act. Silver Chair. Oh. Welcome the lads back recently, and here's what we found. Oh my God, this is dreadful. Chad Smith may have been the injured <laughs> oh, one in the hospital, report. but after two months of touring Europe. All the members of the Red Hot Chili Peppers were just about exhausted. Chad oh, see, the story's even tired. Like, the story's <laughs> about people being tired. How can they possibly make this more boring? Oh, my God. Put Daria back on. God, you like Daria? Give me more Total Request Live. Wait, I didn't like the news. Who's, who's no. Daria? That was a spinoff of... Is that a VJ? A spinoff of Beavis and Butthead. I hated it. It was good. I tell you, that girl on, uh, on Morning News where... Kennedy works. Yeah. She is really, she's very pretty. I'm amazed that she's not somehow broken out to a bigger market. I'm very surprised. All right, uh, hugs! We didn't really talk about hugs, did we? 
play one more for you. Oh, oh is this a big one? I'm Kurt Loder with MTV News. Rapper and actor Tupac Shakur, recently arrested in Atlanta following the shooting of two <laughs> off-duty policemen, was arrested in jail. Well, I didn't even know he did Shot two off-duty cops. With three friends with forcible sodomy and unlawful imprisonment of a young woman at the upscale Parker <laughs> Meridian guy, Hotel. Oops. Shakur, who was about the only good thing critics could find. Honestly, he's got the same monotone delivery no matter what the story is. Horrible. He made a fucking shooting off-duty cops in a rape story boring. Really boring. I don't even remember this story. Yeah, I do. I'm telling you, Tupac Shakur, the more I read about him, he's horrible. A horrible guy. All of the sodomy that was committed was volunteers. And I'm just watching... The other day, I forgot what I had on, but it's this big story about, oh my God, this is, we're so glad this is documented, the wonderful relationship between Tupac Shakur's mother and Tupac. It's a beautiful yeah. story, and uh, thank God it's been made into a documentary. It's just beautiful how the way these two got along. I'm like, she could not have been that good a mom. Look at what this fucking guy did. Mm -hmm. He's terrible. Mm -hmm. And he didn't think much of women either. I mean, seriously. Tupac, it's no, not at all. kind of incredible what a crime wave this guy was. I'm sorry. I was reading more about MTV News. Yes. President Clinton appeared on MTV's Enough is Enough, a town hall addressing violence in America. Oh, but of God, course, how boring. It was led by Tabitha Sorn oh. and Allison Stewart. Oh. Um, but of course, it, because it's MTV, it, that's what led to the question of, Mr. President, the world's dying to know. Boxers or briefs? Oh, Mr. President, the world's dying oh. to know, is it boxers or briefs? Clinton's oh. <laughs> like, oh my God, she wants me. I can't wait. She to wants me. to sit on this thing. Why don't you come back and find out? Usually briefs. He's he so, he I just him. came off so cool there. Can you believe that? The way I said usually briefs, and the whole crowd laughs. He goes, I can't believe she did that. <laughs> That's how he followed it. After I'm so embarrassed right now. By I can't the way, believe I even answered that. By the way, usually briefs. I mean, aren't you? One? Well, sometimes yes. I'm naked. Are you one or the other? Yeah. What's that? That is that is. It's the perfect politician, Bill Clinton. There, eight. like, well, let's see. Some voters wear brief people. Some voters wear boxers. You know, Republicans <laughs> wear, wear boxers too. I'm about fifty fifty. So, did you read uh, Hug's statement that he put out, Bob Huggins? No. Oh my God, it's so. He's like, I wish I could make an excuse, but there's no excuse for what I said. I mean, he just okay. makes it sound like it was the worst Sorry. thing that ever happened, even though he said it in the most flip way possible, and that he's ready for whatever punishment is coming. Can, you, can we should we play the audio again? Yeah, yeah, why not? Can you play it, Brandon? Do you know where it's at? Okay. I'll find it. Punishment coming. I think he's just done anyways. How old is Hugs? Sixty-nine, I think. <laughs> did, you know, did you know he's the third winningest coach in college basketball history? I had no idea. Yeah, behind Coach K and Jim Beheim. Hey, wait, no, that. that's not right. What about Pat Summit? Oh God, please. <laughs> what? Well, she's the winningest coach in basketball history. <laughs> okay, he's fourth. <laughs> no, I think there's another woman ahead. <laughs> All right, here's the audio of Bob Huggins. It's a little long. It's a two-minute video, so there's a dance mix version. Uh -oh. It starts with the guffaws. Hello. Coach Bob Huggins, you're on the air. I'm sitting here with Steve Muller in the segment. How old is this host, by the way? He sounds 100. What would make you think I wanted to talk to you? <laughs> hey, Coach. Hey! Now, we're telling the Huggins story. Factory. We had a cut. That's like answering the phone kinda, if you didn't want to talk to him. took a little shot at me as not being a trustworthy person. Would you want to revise and extend those remarks? 
Absolutely not. <laughs> hey, Hugs, I told them they thought it was misunderstood. Take it out of context. It was out of context. <laughs> uh, oh my God, Hugs. I don't know. It, just, it, must have been, it must have been my thoughts at the time. <laughs> Hugs is so funny. He also tells me that you have the best portal transfers. <laughs> have, you, have you posted any Xavier guys to come to oh, play for West Virginia? Catholics don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> no, we're, we're above the fracas, aren't we? No problem. Yeah, um, absolutely. I mean, you, you, I tell you what, any, any school that can throw rubber penises on the floor and then say they didn't do it, my God, they can get away with anything. <laughs> I, 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 rubber penis. Was this I like think that was it's a crosstown shootout, wasn't it? It was transgender night, wasn't it? What? Was that it? It was a, it was a crosstown shootout. Yeah, no, what it was was all those fags, those, those Catholic fags, I think. <laughs> Steve, your comments about Bob Huggins. Is he the best? He's the best. Is he the best? Is he the best? No, he's not the best. Steve Moeller. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Hey, anybody who can rent two rooms... Get a chair, put a pizza in between the two rooms so that he can talk to Herb Jones for two days. <laughs> no idea what they're talking about. <laughs> oh my God, that is the worst. <laughs> I, I gotta say, Christ. I love hearing how they're just laughing at the dumbest things. And secondly, it's just yeah. He starts to laugh what? reflexively. He's gonna laugh. I'm gonna laugh whenever Bob says hugs is so funny, and then what? he stops. Oh. The laugh doesn't complete itself. But then he's like, isn't he the best? It's like, oh, is he the best? Really? Did you hear oh, what he yes. said? Yeah. Oh, anyway, uh, isn't he the best? I mean, the host did laugh at almost everything he said. I, I kind of wondered if maybe the host might be in a little shit because he did say, it must have been transgender night. I figured somebody would be mad about that. I haven't heard as such. I think Hugs kind of stole yeah, all the action sports radio, with though. his comment. Yeah. Uh, it's fun. No you know, one cares about insulting Catholics. You know that that nobody's going. Hey, how could you say that about Catholic people? Yeah, we're used to it. But well, isn't that kind of weird that all there's way more Catholics than there are gay people? Yeah. Uh huh. I mean, is there a pejorative? What's a pejorative for Catholic? It's a call that says they're Catholic facts. No, I, but I think it's the the second part of the phrasing that. Yeah, but it, it's you're talking about Xavier students. I'm more appalled that he said rubber penises instead of dildo. It reminds me of uh, remember rubber West, penises. Remember Wesley was Wesley Warren who called it his testicle sack instead of his scrotum. <laughs> it's like why are you making words longer? Say dildo and scrotum, testicle sack. So anyway, I immediately the the first big story I saw about this was Mike Freeman of USA Today. They have the most dramatic writers at USA Today. Christine Brennan, of course, being one of them. Where this is the nothing worse has ever happened. And it was a really dumb thing. I totally agree. But sure. he says, if they don't fire Bob Huggins, they'll have to rename it the University of Bob Huggins. Oh, really? <laughs> what? Why would they have to rename the school? It would mean that they wanted so to they're keep... standing behind Bob Huggins more than the Mountaineers. It's no, the same it mean... reason people were calling MSU Nasser University. And stuff. It would mean, no, that they, they want to keep winning basketball games because they're making money off the basketball 
attendance and they probably like the wins and the exposure the team gets and they know people will forget this. Now, did but, you see the headline of Freeman's article, which I know the columnists don't write the headlines, but Jesus. Oh, calling him... Uh, what Bob Huggins it? is a fossil who doesn't understand most young players hate his bigotry. Uh, okay, a fossil is ageist. Yeah. That's ageist that? to say that. So Mike Freeman, if they don't fire Mike Freeman, it should be called USA of Mike Freeman. The USA Freeman. Hey, old guy. <laughs> a they, fossil. They called him a fossilized tool. Mm-hmm. Called him a fossil. Fossilized said, toad. Who wants to suck an old man's dick? Um, I don't know that you really should be calling people. Fo- if you're that sensitive, not that it takes much sensitivity, not like what Bob Huggins said, but USA Today people are so fence sensitive. You'd think they wouldn't make ageist statements like that. Not, not that I care. I'm really upset about it, but I'm just saying. No, what he it's said a little was cheap. wrong. He knows it's wrong. But he just wants him fired. I mean, people, this is what I mean about tattletales and complainers. They just love people getting fired. And um, I don't know, is he going to get fired? Do you think he'll get fired? No. I kind of, I wasn't sure either. I was thinking, because uh, Trudy was like, oh, West Virginia, they don't care. And I'm thinking, no, they, they're going to have to do something. Yeah, I am. I don't know. I mean, Huggy Bear tends to wear out his welcome in a lot of places just because he's kind of gruff. But are they going to? They could. Oh, my point good. being, they could use that as an excuse to blow him up. But he's not paid that much. I think four million or something. What was their record last year? Because that's what's that's really going to matter. <laughs> that's a great question. Uh, let's see. Last year they were nineteen and fifteen. They got bounced, oh. bounced in the first round. It's not that good. What were they the year before that? Uh, 16 and 17. But remember, oh. the, this past year, they played in the best conference in America, the Big 12. Mm-hmm. Um, that I mean, he's taking them to the... His records aren't that good. Taking them to the turn, turn, A tournament every year, except for two years ago in the COVID year. What were they three years ago? Um, well, you just remember to go through all his years? Well, so just the last four 20, or five. 2020, 2021, he was 19 and 10. Before that, 21 and 10. Okay. Before that, fifteen and twenty-one. But before that, 26-11, Yeah, they've had some pretty good 10. years. Yeah. He's bad. Yeah, but he is sixty-nine. It could be a good time to put him out to pasture. Sixty-nine. Well, if they want to get rid of him. Yeah, I'm, no, I don't think they want to get rid of him. I just think that it might be a convenient time to go. You know, maybe it's a good time for the Bob Huggins here to end. <laughs> but it's not going to be just about what he said. Oh, here's a story from that. From the West Virginia Metro News. Okay. Talk line guest callers discuss Guggins' comments in future. <laughs> Let's see if I can pluck any nuggets out of here. <laughs> uh, oh, I, Xavier. Uh, did you know Xavier in, uh, put a comment out? <gasps> Is Xavier upset? So we're not gay. <laughs> uh, let's see. So West Virginia put out a statement I'm saying. not gay. So West Virginia put out a statement. I'm that not gay. Huggy Bear's remarks were insensitive, offensive, do not represent our university's values. Several callers to Tuesday's talk lines were willing to give Huggins a pass. <laughs> I think he should stay, one caller said. He needs to apologize again, but I think that'd be a big mistake to let him go. And then Xavier University, Dr. Colleen Hensicks issued a statement. <laughs> I want to be as clear as I can about what Xavier University and I... Stand for following a segment on a local radio station. Our mission as a Jesuit Catholic university is to educate each student intellectually, morally, and spiritually, and to provide an inclusive environment of open and free inquiry. And what the pro- hell are you talking about? It's a mission statement. That's yes. really our commitment to edu- educating the whole person, promoting the common good and serving God. She says nothing. 
There's nothing about it. Does that mean he stays or he goes? Prepare students for a world that is increasingly diverse, complex, and interdependent. I mean, that's that's Xavier. That's not his university. It's basically them just saying, hey, we love everybody. Okay. Um, another caller to the uh, radio show said, Huggins is just goofing around with his longtime friend, Bill Cunningham. Locker room talk. <laughs> Quote, this is like two guys chewing the fat. It was locker room type stuff, and you'll hear it. That was locker room talk. It gets better. U.S. Senator Joe Manchin was a guest on Talk Line about another, about another subject and was asked to weigh in on the Huggins situation. Coach Huggins is my friend. Yesterday's comments are not the Bob Huggins that I know. Nice friend, Manchin. What he said was totally inappropriate and unacceptable. I'm just glad he's apologized. God, this might be the dumbest story of the year. That's really funny. Well, okay, I have the funniest element of the story completely, which is that Bob Huggins oh. is really, really good friends with Thom Brenneman, who called oh, yes, San Francisco that. a fag city. Oh, boy. And so, There's a drive in a deep left field by Castellanos. It will be a home run. So anyway, Hugs decided when Thom was down on his luck that he would invite Thom to speak to his team about making a mistake and being accountable for it. Mm. So, so then he tweeted out after Thom visited the team and spoke. He said, I want to thank Thom Brenneman for traveling to Morgantown and speaking to the team. His message isn't one of excuses, but one of, one of accountability. It takes courage <laughs> to confront mistakes head on, and I believe our guys learned that from his time with us. Oh. Yeah, guys, that, that didn't work out well, did it? <laughs> that didn't work out well at all, did it? <laughs> Use the same word on radio. Well, I, I just uh, 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 the president of West Virginia, by the way, is E. Gordon G. And I don't know if that name rings a bell. For it you does. Guys. He was the president of Ohio State for a long time. Uh, okay. Well, he ought to be okay with it then. Except though, in December of 2012, he made anti-Catholic statements talking about the University of Notre Dame, saying they should not be part of the Big Ten. Quote: I negotiated with them during my first term, and the fathers are holy on Sunday, and they're holy hell the rest of the week. You can't trust them damn Catholics on a Thursday or Friday. <laughs> Huggins is going nowhere. Hugs. <laughs> hugs. 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 I never knew anyone called him Hugs. I love that His name. His nickname is legitimately Huggy Bear, though. Is it? Yeah, oh yeah. The guy called him Hugs on the radio. Yeah, Hugs. That's a good name. Okay, um, moving away from Hugs, but uh, still in the world of true crime, of course, if you call that statement crime. <laughs> it's really not a crime, but... Uh, oh, God, this story sucks. But it's, it's a, a story we're going to be hearing about. I, I know this is going to be... I don't know, I have a sense of intrigue. I'm curious what you guys think. A mother of a 16-year-old girl drove to a private school in San Antonio to pick her daughter up after school. Very normal thing happens every school day. Siri Reddy was not there. It's like, well, that's weird because school just got out. What the fuck? Anyway, uh, police are called. And while the police are investigating and talking to people, it's like, what, did she get out early? What happened? Her mom starts tracking her phone. Mm. And she tracks the phone. She's driving, driving closer, closer, closer. And she gets close to the phone. She realizes the phone is at the bottom of a fucking cliff. Oh, yeah. She finds her daughter at the bottom of the cliff. She could not be resuscitated. She was pronounced dead on the spot. Now, Siri was, uh, sounds like a great student, award-winning. Uh, she liked to sing, so on and so forth. Anyway, they cannot figure out 
How was she 12 miles away from school, and how did she get there? Well, especially before school let out. Right. In other words, she didn't drive herself there. She doesn't have a car. Yeah. Uh, if a friend drove her there, we don't know who that friend is or, or that it happened that way. I can tell you, most schools, too, have just a lot of security cameras, but a lot of rules regarding signing out, signing in, leaving, yeah. coming and going. So that should all be... No, it's very, very strange. Record, yeah. The assumption, by the way, about her death is that she fell, which I thought, what? But we don't even know why she's there. Yeah. It's just really weird. And then another school... They really named her Siri. Siri. Yep, Siri. After Siri? The- no. Was Siri was- a big thing 16 years ago or no? I, I don't think so. I don't. I could be wrong. Wouldn't that be confusing if you're like, hey, Siri? I know that is weird. <laughs> Everybody's my, my thing phone is going just lit up. Sorry. Uh, two months ago, I, I know we talked about this on the show. When you remember when the Tennessee teacher was sucker punched for because the student used broke the phone rules and he confiscated his phone, and so the kid was just like, "I want my phone back," and and the guy's like, "No, you, you know how you get the phone back and you'll get it back, but not right now." And so the kid just decked him, mm. and this guy was, I mean, really fucking sucker punched him. He was bigger than the teacher, too. The same teacher yesterday confiscated a girl's phone. She maced the teacher. Maced him. What? It's the same teacher? Yes, it's the same teacher. The teacher collapses as the girl continues demanding her phone. That's the weird part. It's like this girl is addicted to her phone, and she's going to die if she doesn't get the phone. She doesn't give a fuck that he's on the ground. We have the video, Brandon. I sent you the story, I think. think What the fuck? Look at her. She pulled out. He's on the ground screaming. She's trying to get her phone. Pause for a second. Get your phone. Listen to her. Can I get my phone? Can I get my phone? She's just maced the guy. He's on the ground rubbing his eyes. Can I get my phone? Can I get my phone? She's reaching, trying to grab it. Nudes all over that phone. Or, Or possibly. I mean, is it possible there's illegal activity here? Oh, no, I just think she's she cheating wa- on her test. I personally, I'm guessing it. she just really wants her phone because people do. They're nuts about their phones. And she's a kid who probably is on her phone all day. I but think anyway, something on there. Maybe you, you could be right. Over the phone is crazy. I'm <laughs> pause for a sec. I love the dude in the background laughing his ass off at her. At her coughing about you know, over the oh, pepper spray. I don't know. She's still bitching about I want my phone. I need my phone. Look at Disney. He's laughing. There he is. Pause for a second. Go to the principal's uh, office. She needs your phone, guys. Are you? Can you believe this kid just maced this guy and she's still bitching about her phone? She I'm doesn't realize you. that you've got a new problem now. I'm also also amazed that he didn't seem very effective by the macing. He's standing there. He was at first. Oh, yeah. Now he's spitting and stuff. But um, I also noticed that she's wearing maybe the tightest dress from the tightest dress store. And she's, you can tell she thinks she's pretty hot. And I think she maybe just isn't used to people telling her her she can't do something. And so, I want my phone. I want my phone. How many times did she say, I want my phone? Oh, my God. Do schools. I'm gonna count how many times she says it. Three. 
snort too quick. Over the phone is crazy. <laughs> Okay, give me my phone. Watch out, watch out, man. Are you going somewhere? I counted 18. <laughs> I thought I counted 21, but it could be. Oh my god, what a fucking bitch. I might have been what fired. a bitch. Jesus. Don't high school, I thought, are you, are you allowed to bring your phone into class? Yeah. I think you are, but you, you can't, don't have to lock you it can't up be anything. on it or something like that. And that's Jeez, what these kids are doing. If you but, have your phone on you, you're on it. So, wow. So there was, a, anyway, there was a, uh, there was a, uh, a link to one of the st the stories about this particular incident, just like why are kids like decking teachers and I mean she maced the teacher and it just seems that that authority is getting <laughs> extremely questioned at schools. It's becoming a bigger and bigger problem in places where it didn't used to be a problem. Anyway, the the uh, they sort of had a like a psychologist roundtable, mm -hmm. you know, people that talk to a lot of kids that age. And they suggested that a lot of kids these days are comfortable questioning adults about almost anything. Mm -hmm. In other words, decisions that would normally have nothing to do with a child, like, you know, yeah, we're going on vacation to blah, 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 and, well, no, I don't want to take a plane in the morning. I mean, just weird, just stuff, weird mm -hmm. stuff like that. They see little difference between themselves and their parents, mm -hmm. and because... Not, there's not a clear division of who's who in the household. Like, and I, Trudy and I joke about this, that, you know, we were always labor and parents were management and it was very understood. And there was no ifs, ands, or buts about it. You weren't going to talk anybody into anything. And anyway, that, that division between the two is very blurred to a lot of kids. Mm -hmm. They think they have options they don't have or no doesn't mean no, et cetera, et cetera. So Charlotte was bugging me, I think. I think it was to play in the front yard, but I didn't want her out in the front yard at, at the time. It's just, Can we play on the front? I just went, no. She kept asking. I said, no. And she asked why, and I just looked at her and said, because I'm older and I have my reasons. <laughs> no. Like, why? stop asking me why. I'm telling you. <laughs> Sometimes the answer is just no. You don't need the reasoning behind it. Yeah, I said so why used to be what yeah. you know, we were producing. Why is that so hard? Well, that but, teacher did make a statement to the news. He just dropped this. I cannot believe that I was just hit in the face with a full May spray. Kind of sounded like him. <laughs> People love that drop. And we talked to that guy, too, who got the full May spray. Mm -hmm. So when they're in a household where they don't accept adult authority, that extends to other places for them, and they don't really That's believe rules are for them necessarily they're, you know, they're very comfortable questioning them, breaking them, what have you. Yeah. Uh, so, anyway, I guess some, you know, some of the numbers sounded so crazy, I'm not even going to quote them, but just the number of teachers getting assaulted, it's like, what? Mm. But, you know, I think when you open the door to these things, the door, once it's cracked open, sort of like mass shootings, once it's, it happens a certain amount, it becomes an option to a very small group of people, but okay. an option. Yeah. You know, it's like, well, that's one of the things I can do because I never get laid. And um, that's another similar story I was reading about the, 
Well, actually, it wasn't just about the recent mass shooting. Is there anything new on the mass shooting in Texas? Just that the guy's a white supremacist? About him, yeah. All his He's posts. a Mexican white supremacist. That's not that unusual. Well, that's that's what um, one of the girls on the View was saying, and the other women on the View were like, "What are you talking about? What that is not unusual? I mean, no, just they common. they just couldn't. They just found it. You could not call this person a white supremacist. I just don't think they believed that that was existed. And so she said. The head of the Proud Boys is is a Mexican. He's Cuban, I think, Tario. But remember Nick Fuentes, the guy that Trump, you know, pretty quickly disavowed. He had dinner with him at Mar-a-Lago. He was like, ugh, get this guy away. He was he was working with Kanye. Remember that Nick yeah. Fuentes uh-huh. guy? I mean, his I believe his dad is Mexican and he's straight up white supremacist. The guy had half. the guy had a giant Nazi insignia yeah, on his SS, chest, and he had the um, swastika. By the way, were the, those tattoos were pretty well done, weren't they? Well, they were a brand new. Ink. Yeah, it looked like they were brand new when those photos were taken. Yeah, they looked pretty good for. Ta- I mean, they were horrible tattoos. The most, but- the most fucked up thing is that he surveilled the area and even looked to see the busiest times. Oh yeah, um, the thing I wanted to say about it though is. They spent so much time on this this morning on two of the the morning shows I was watching. I didn't get to see the Today Show. And just kind of like, well, as far as a motive, you know, he's a white supremacist. Blah, 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 and, and I'm thinking like, because they do this every time there's a mass shooting. You find out that the shooter was uh, trans. The shooter was this. The shooter was that. And they apply this sort of, in this case anyway, they apply this motive to it. And it's like... Okay, the person could be a white supremacist. That's not a reason to murder eight not. random people. I don't know that you can just s- simply say the motive was he was a white supremacist. Because, by the way, he didn't shoot all white people. He well, killed... No, didn't he, he kill a complete family of Asian people? Yeah, well, because he's a white supremacist, I guess. But he killed white people, too. Yeah, he was indiscriminately shooting. Yeah, shooting at everyone. Yeah. But I think, you know, when you say someone is trans or someone is whatever they are... And then suggest that that's a motive to murder random people. That's what people. A lot of people are those things, but that doesn't mean they just go out and shoot up no, a mall. I, I would think it's applicable when because there are whether you like them or not, there are federal hate crimes, so it's applicable. But yeah, no, I think people are just trying to understand what would motivate somebody. To He's do this. dead what, though. What is, is, what no, does no, a hate crime have to do? No, with I'm it? just I'm just saying in general when that when that enters the fray, uh, because there could be you know federal charges in that that way, but. Well, there's certain I think stories Drew, they I think like a lot trying. better than others. Huh? There's a certain motives, quote unquote, they like a lot better than others. I think I never even heard what the trans girl's motive was. It, I don't. Was that ever explained? Well, their quote unquote aren't, aren't motive they, was. Aren't they fighting to get the manifesto released? I thought. Yeah, I yeah, it's what been I, sealed. What I was gonna say is the reason people do that is because you're trying to understand why the fuck would somebody do this? Like, what is the motivating factor? But here? they're killing indiscriminate people. They're not killing yeah, anyone they're bizarre. upset with. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I just noticed this with, with certain stories. Well, the Jordan Neely story, for example. The media loves this story. They can't talk about Daniel Penny and Jordan Neely enough. And Well, it's New York. There's a lot of protests. I think what they, everything. what they do, yeah, well, I think that's part of the clickbaitiness of, of it. Uh, Jordan Neely is, oh, he's a Michael Jackson impersonator. He's not the guy that got arrested 44 times and assaulted four people, including one, there's a bench warrant for him assaulting a 67-year-old woman before he was uh, choked by this Marine death. Now, I personally, the way I see it, I don't think Daniel Penny, I think he was trying to help. Sure. 
I think people on the subway are scared of people like Jordan Neely. They don't just go, oh, it's the Michael Jackson impersonator, and he's a little upset today. The story today, there were a lot of 911 calls about um, you know, people complaining about this guy uh, prior to him being put in the chokehold. Yeah, not just not just today, though, or yeah. that day. There, This guy no, no, gets but, 911 calls all the time but, because he scares people. But I think it's germane. And look, you can talk about a guy's background. There's no way. I, I don't even know the, the Marine guy's name. But there's no way he knew any of that. But he would know if he was threatening the car that day. Well, he was saying he wanted to die, and people were moving away from him. He sat down, and people immediately start scattering yeah. to get away from him because they were scared of him. Um, he's screaming he wants to die, and he apparently did something. Phys- he touched or grabbed Daniel Penny. That- His attorney says he was grabbed, who then immediately took him down to the ground, and I believe he unintentionally killed him. Now, being a, a Marine vet who knows about chokeholds, I would think he should know better. Yeah, so it's probably... It's very complicated. Probably get hit with involuntary manslaughter. Plus... You know, the media loves the story, too, because Jordan Neely is black and Daniel Penny is white. Now, I know we talked about this, and I don't think you agreed with me, but the Alabama shooting, somebody shot up a, six, a Sweet 16 party and shot 36 people, killed four of them. I have heard nothing about these people. Nothing. I mean, absolutely nothing. The last we heard was when the four suspects they were, arrested. were arrested. I heard they were arrested. They showed their pictures, and then whoosh, it was like, on to the next one. But... Jordan Neely and Daniel Penny, we're going to hear about them for a long time. Uh, there's going to be protests, which is going to keep it in the news, and it's New York. Well, it also, it's a better clicky story. Um, you know, as far as the the guy that, I've already heard more about the guy that shot the mall in, where's the mall? Texas. Tyler, Texas. Then, then I heard about the three guys from Alabama. They never said anything about them. They never said anything. This guy was motivated by this. This guy, these three people combined because of this. Honestly, I can't read anything or see anyone do a story about that. And it's like, okay, what? what is that? Is it because they're black people killing black people? So it's not interesting? I mean, when someone shoots up a Sweet 16 party, that's like shooting up a school. Yeah. So, All of, yeah. It's just weird. Six people arrested, by the way, there. Oh, two additional, huh? Yeah. For shooting? For the, that Sweet 16 shooting, yeah. Yeah, but I mean, honestly, I've heard absolutely nothing about a motive. They don't, ha- they don't have a motive. It's, uh, to me, that one on the surface just looks like there were kids at the party who were beefing with other kids at the party, and they shot it up. That's what it looks like. Six people, Wow. But, I mean, they were on the run, too. I mean, when shooters, somebody shoots up a Sweet 16 party and they're on the run, I'd fucking want to hear about it. I would think you would hear about it. But, anyway, whatever. It's not sexy enough to get the clicks. No, apparently not. Uh, unlike Bronny going to USC. Oh, my God, what an overblown story this is, speaking of stories. Uh, now, I don't know. This could be that I'm just uninformed. He snubbed OSU! But there's a there was a big story about this. Um, I don't know if it's an NBA camp or what kind of camp it is, but all the best high school players. Or maybe it was the McDonald's game. Well, yeah, because he was in the McDonald's high school game when he's I think, like the 40th overall prospect. So they have this. But his last name is James. He's LeBron James's kid. Well, no, I I understand that, but they're talking about these workouts for this group of people, and they're saying in the workouts. Bronny's really not doing much of anything. 
um, as far as making the three-point shots and the dunks and the blocks and all that, you know, he's a he's not fucking up or anything. He's playing decent defense. He, I guess, distributes the ball fairly well. But he's just not up to snuff with the very best players that were there. But they said when the action broke, of course, all the kids wanted Bronny's picture and Bronny's autograph, and everyone in terms of the media was watching Bronny. Mm-hmm. And the other guys, not so much. And so, I, I because all I've heard is that oh, LeBron's going to play in the NBA with this guy in two years. And I'm thinking, how is he going to play in the NBA with this kid if he's not that good? It's just because of Bronny, because they know that he is going to go wherever Bronny plays. And so that is going to be significant so revenue gonna draft for at Bronny least one year. Is, somebody's yes. going to pick Bronny as a lottery pick just to get LeBron to play yes. there. And they're going to have to play him then. And it will pay uh, off look, financially. He, he's going to have to be He's going to have to be good, though. I don't know if anybody's going to take that exact risk. Well, Michael the, Jordan had a son. The, sc- the scouts they quoted yeah, said nobody he, drafted him. The scouts that were um, quoted in the story, who, by the way, would not be named, which I thought, well, that's interesting. So you can't say that Bronny isn't a great basketball player or you would be somehow shunned or injured. Mm. <laughs> what? <Right>. What? <laughs> what? Yeah, Since the no- when? Num- number 19th prospect overall. But he's got he's to do something before he goes pro. He's not going to be a lottery pick. Well, the people that were quoted be able to shoot. anonymously said he's just not on the same level as these other kids. That it was a gift for him to even be there. And while he wasn't making a lot of mistakes, he wasn't really doing much very special. So I'm actually really intrigued. Normally, I wouldn't give a fuck. I'd probably be rooting against him. Maybe in five, <laughs> maybe in five years, LeBron can play in the G League with him. <laughs> That'd be great. I'm very curious <laughs> to see him play at USC. USC's not a bad program, is it? No, not at all. They, well, they'll be in the Big Ten by when he's there, too, right? Oh, wow. Yeah. He's playing next year. Oh, that's right. So, no, they get another year. But I'm assuming he's going to start, right? Because he's Brian oh, yeah. James. As long as he earns it. Well, that's what the coach will say. It doesn't sound like he has to earn it. Well, then it's on them. Put it this way. He doesn't have to earn a spot on the roster, but he's going to have to earn either playing time or enough to get into the next level, which is the NBA, which he's destined to be in. That's weird, though, to have his father running around saying, I'm going to play with wherever Brownie gets drafted. It's like, why would you say that? that? (laughs) It's fucked up. It's LeBron, man. No, but I'm saying LeBron should not say that. He should want him to get drafted of his own volition, not because because we're going to get LeBron if we pick Bronny. LeBron's on our team. That's bullshit. I mean, that's that's, why he'll be drafted. I I don't know if well, if he's he's got to be good though. Is the team really going to take that risk? Yes, for LeBron James. Yes, that's got to be the biggest nepo baby bullshit I've ever heard of. Saying yeah, just draft Bronny and I'm on your team. How long are those contracts in the first round if you get drafted in a lottery pick? Are they guaranteed? Yeah, first round pick, of course. He doesn't for, need for money though. He for doesn't need money. No, no, no. My point being, because you're going to run the risk. Let's say he just sucks, but you just want LeBron. <laughs> but now you're going to be stuck with LeBron for our what? Four years? Three years? Four years? But what if he's a oh, second rounder? I don't know. Second, second rounder's, rounder's not guaranteed. Is LeBron going to be that difficult? He just wants to play with his kid. Yeah. Um, the other thing is, Bronny is the number one NAL athlete. Mm-hmm. Number one. Mm-hmm. He's not the best athlete. He's not the hottest chick. He, but he's the number one NIL athlete because of Name his Name another dad. high school athlete outside. That's, that's a man. No, no. He's bigger than all the college athletes. Oh. Who's paying him? What are, uh, who are a his, lot of people. Who are his deals with? I, Google it. Six million dollars. The Google story Holy said he's crap. the number one NIL athlete, period. 
Six million dollars. He who, has who's the sponsor? Nike. He has Nike. Nike. Yeah. He has Beats by Dre. Uh, so what? These people just want something from LeBron, so they do it. Yeah, I mean he's a very visible guy. Why don't they just pay LeBron directly? They do. Both of them do. Oh boy, that that's uh, I mean, he's Nepo. He's King Nepo, baby, to me. He also has seven. Once he got seven million followers on Instagram. I would be embarrassed if people gave me so much shit and I wasn't that good. But maybe he thinks he is that good. Yeah. It doesn't sound like he is. We'll find out next year. I uh, I can't watch. I mean, I've never watched a high. I haven't watched a high school basketball game. In I don't know how long, but I will watch him at USC. Yeah. And actually, well, that, and I guess I, we'll get to play a lot. Yeah. Well, I know why he's sponsored. He doesn't even need well, no, but it. I his mean, dad has enough eyeballs. coin to keep him <laughs> rich for the rest of his life. Yeah, but. I mean, I, it just makes me feel bad for some other people who could really fucking die for the money. And Bronny's getting the biggest NIL deal in college or high school sports. Yeah. That's crazy. He, I mean, you just said you'll watch him, right? I'll watch him because I want to know how big this bullshit story is. He also Not because NIL. I'm fascinated by his athletic skills. It doesn't sound like he is the best athlete. So aside from Beats by Dre and Nike, he also is with PSD Underwear and NIL deal with Fast X. You know, the Fast and the Furious? Because they put him in a commercial. Hmm. All right. Nail uh, this one. Come, I always have to do the man. How come I always have to talk about manscaping? You read good. Is that because I manscape? <laughs> Brandon can't read. I can't read. I, I can't well, read. see, now I feel like the pressure's on me when I'm talking about manscape. Summer's coming. You guys ready to unveil your beach bud? I am. Yeah, you know why? Because you manscape. And Manscaped's here to ensure that your body's ready for the wild with their game-changing full-body grooming and hygiene products. Don't be that guy at the beach with crazy chest hair and crazy pubes everywhere. Make sure you take care of that stuff and get ready for your hot guy summer by going to manscaped.com. 20% off free shipping with the promo code DREW. They have the Performance Package 4.0. It's got that Lawnmower 4.0. That's the waterproof cordless body trimmer, right? Mm -hmm. I'll get rid of all that hair. They have the um, Weed Whacker for all your uh, holes with hair. And they have the Beard Trimmer. Love that beard. That beard trimmer is solid. That's a tough idea. That's the one I use all the time. Uh, They got tons of stuff. They have a nail kit. They have shampoo. They have conditioner. They have body lotion. They have ball deodorant. Tons of stuff. Check it all out. Manscaped.com. 20% off free shipping when you use the promo code DREW at manscaped.com. Yeah. I think that's all. We did that one. All set? That one. did that one. did that one. I just want to make sure we did them all. Did you see that 80-year-old Robert De Niro is having more children? Yeah. Cool. Is that not weird? Uh, I think it's very weird. Yeah, he's 79 years old. I mean, props. How, how many baby mamas does he have, by the way? Ooh, he's got 26 people, 26 chicks on his Who's Dated Who. Does he really? Yeah, Robert De Niro. But he doesn't, children. I mean, aren't most his kids with varying women? Or am he's I got seven. Seven kids. How many moms? Oh, well, it's easier with the girls because they have uh, different last names. But mm. all of these people have De Niro as their last names. Helen and Julian and Drina and Raphael and Elliot and Aaron. Elliot. But I cannot tell how many. All right, let's just go through his who's dated who and guess who he had the children with. 
Uh, let's see. It kicks off here with some uh, Tatiana Thompson, Moana Potsy, Karen Duffy, Cindy Crawford. Wait, wait, wait. Nice. Karen Duffy? Karen Duffy. From MTV Duffy? Probably. Shelly Winters is in there. Shelly Winters. Okay. Yeah, Diane Abbott. Leah I Taylor, mean, the guys know. spanned many a decades. Bette Midler. <laughs> Helena Springs, Charlotte Lewis, Tukey Smith, Whitney Houston in 1990 yeah, got he, in he, there. He does like um, black women. Veronica yeah. Webb, uh, Charmaine Sinclair, nice. Naomi Campbell, nice. Uma Thurman, nice. Well, congratulations to him on another kid. Ashley I, Judd. I love that we actually have actual audio of him impregnating the woman, too. Let's not do it this way tonight. Go this way. I know it. I want to see your face. Oh, no. I don't like that way. You don't like to do it face to face? No, I don't, I don't like that way. I don't like to see the face. That's crazy. Look! You can get a doggy style. You can get a lean on your side. Those are your only choices. This is my house and I get the say. Got it? Sure. Oh, romantic. Yeah. They, um, it looks like three, uh, three women. This is a new. This is a new one. So okay. the other six were by two. Well, he's just a, he's a good dad. Why the hell don't you ever help me straighten that damn boy out? I mean, all he ever does is read or listen to music <laughs> or sing. I'm so sick of it. Blue Monday, Blue Monday. I'm so sick of that. Shit. And when he's not singing, you know what he's doing? He's watching TV. And don't say you don't, because when I come home, I always put my hand on top of the TV to see if it's warm, and it always is. This is the news, kid. I just want you to know I'm wise to you. Deal, so what? As long as you're passing on these, I don't want to do it. I bet you don't, big lazy candy hog like you. You'd rather lay on your ass and read all day, wouldn't you? That kid is going to be like, here. he's going to be graduating. Hey, there's my dad right there, the 99-year-old. He won't be alive then. Wow. I said to this kid, I said, why don't you stop doing that? He said, well, what are you going to do about it? I said, well, I just might do something. He said, you and who else is army? I said, just the three of us. Me, myself, and I. People like that, you gotta hurt them. Gotta inflict pain or they'll never leave you alone. So it was real hot out, okay? And there were these horse turds laying all over road the place. Apples? You know, road apples? So I picked up a nice big mushy one and I go up to him. But I'm, you know, not acting tough, acting more like, oh, gee, I'm so scared. Please don't hurt me. What? So like this, you know, minding my business. And I say to him, excuse me, but what's the problem? And he goes, Blah, 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 you blah, blah. And I go, wham! And I jam that horse turd right in that fat mouth of his. Then I sucker punch him over here, and I go, boom! And he goes down, and I give him a kick in the face, jump on his head a couple of times. Then I pick up another horse turd, jam it down his throat, and kick his fucking teeth a couple of times. That's the end of it. Piece of shit. Never bothered me again. Piece of shit. Father of the year. <laughs> Dwight. Or Robert De Niro. Uh, oh. Speaking of good parents, there is uh, Britney Spears news today. There sure is. There's a, there's a big news with Britney Spears. Well, TM, TMZ's been doing their investigate shows, which are kind of ludicrous, but yet very entertaining and very easy to watch. What time is this one on? I want to watch it. Uh, it's Monday at uh, 9 p.m., so prime time. Of course, they I think they all end up on Hulu anyways. But Wait, one of these, Monday is? May 15th. Oh, 15th. Okay. Right? Do you want to see the trailer for this riveting documentary? Sure. This is going to be... I actually gonna, do want to see this. <laughs> it's going to break so much news. There's also an element of danger. Another recommendation at the end of the conservatorship, keep knives away from Britney. Multiple sources with direct knowledge tell TMZ, Britney has had a fascination with knives. At one point, sleeping with one under her bed. 
We're told she's in mortal fear someone will come in the middle of the night, strap her to a gurney, and take her to a psych ward. A gurner! As one source put it, she lives in constant fear of being reinstitutionalized. TMZ investigates. <laughs> so she walks Britney around with Spears, a knife. The price of freedom. Monday at nine on Fox. Knives, knives, knives. That wasn't even the one I was thinking of. Maybe it's this one. That was a. Britney Spears has had a year and a half of freedom since the conservatorship ended, and there are big problems. I'm mortified. From marriage to <laughs> Sam <laughs> in Dr. deep Drew's trouble. Mortified. Britney got physical with Sam. People closest what? to her feared for her safety. An alarming recommendation. Keep knives away from her. As for her career, there's hope. This woman oh, is probably on. still in the top five people. DMZ investigates. <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Hey, top, five top five people, people of what? what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's such an open-ended That's comment. ridiculous. I would, I would than, say she's she, in the category with Bad Bunny. She's in the category with Ed Sheeran. She's in the category with Taylor Swift. She, really? No, she's just in the top five. Of people. That were in conservatorships. <laughs> Fuck them! Boy, I gotta say. I can't what? wait to hear what she has to say about this when it airs. Yeah. <laughs> it really seems like uh, TMZ's kind of the MTV news of today. Yeah, no, that's <laughs> kind of. It feels that way. Did you see the rack on Elizabeth Hurley, by the way? She decided to put it out there that uh, she's hot. Is this part of the Britney Spears story? I'm sorry. I just had this picture up, and I just can't stop staring at her tubes. It's quite something, i got to say. Okay, There's got to be filters on that. That cannot uh, be a 55-year-old yeah, woman. No, she's gorgeous, but oh, tons of filters. Sorry about that. I distracted you. No, it's a good picture. Uh, but seriously... Look at how this story has morphed. How stupid this story was at the beginning. Free Britney. Britney's a slave. Yeah. Britney's in prison. It's like, no, she's not. And she has huge problems. She's not fine. Oh. And as far as her family and how horrible they are, no, she's full of shit. She is, she, -uh. she has no... <laughs> She has no respect for her parents and everything they've tried to do for her at various times, like giving up their years of their lives to to try to support her career and take her to New York to all these auditions yep. and all this. Um, what, what was she on that? Uh, uh, My dad needs club. to be in jail for the rest of his life. Yeah. No, they gave up their lives basically for her. And then now they're just pieces of shit, disposable piece of shit, stealing money from her. <laughs> um, she also is not talented. I'm sorry. She's not. She dances. If I was like Ginsu, though, I'm totally. If I was Ginsu, I would totally have uh, sign her up for a sponsorship. She loves knives that much. There's got to be a knives company that could hire her, give her some money. But they'll Never she'll end up saying that, what? they're terrible. They were mean to me. They <laughs> they uh, made me get nude in, in front of other people <laughs> With and knives. Oh, she's nuts. She is cuckoo. Oh, I, God bless her. I agree with uh, Doctor Drew. We say I'm mortified. Mortified. <laughs> Because, okay, she's being physical with Sam, which is silly. Sam can fend off anything. But, I don't know. I mean, her marriage is blown up. She was so happy. Oh, I'm so happy. I'm so happy to be Sam. And, and, and then her kids are like, well, it's kind of embarrassing when you do the, the half-nude pictures. You're wrong. That's part of my freedom. Shut up. Yeah, my body's beautiful. And then, why don't my Jay kids come and see me? Dick. What if Sam ends up in the future, charging her with domestic abuse. And takes all her money. I don't know what Sam's next move is. I think Sam yes. has the erroneous idea that he now has an acting career. He does. I mean... I don't think so. He's employed to act. 
a couple times. I don't know how much of a career it is. He's got a nice party watch. I'm mortified. I'm worried about Dr. Drew. He's so mortified. I saw Dr. Drew. I, I was looking at something on YouTube, and doc, this thing came underneath me. Dr. Drew with Jason Ellis. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And Jason is, um, you know, he had an XM yeah. show, and uh, we've had Jason on when yeah. the XM show blew up, and he started his podcast, and he's doing stand-up now, and he's, he's, a guy, he's got a good following, very loyal following. I'm not sure that all this has worked out that well since XM, based on this Dr. Drew thing. He had Dr. Drew on the show, and he was complaining about his divorce, and he's lonely, and he's also, sometimes he's gay, and sometimes he's straight. And he likes having lots of sex partners, and his wife doesn't like that, and so they're getting divorced. And his wife was there, and it was, it was a real heavy, weird thing, but I did watch a lot of it. And Dr. Drew was, uh, was trying to be helpful, but he's, he's kind of too close of friends with Jason, I guess, to really help him. Hmm. But he was very worried about him. Very worried about him. But he's not, is, has he made contact with Shifty Shellshock yet? No, That's one nothing, of his patients from Celebrity that. Rehab and Celebrity Halfway House or whatever that was called. Can you Google Shifty Shellshock? Is there nothing about him since the DUI? Oh, it's media blackout. <laughs> there was nothing before this story. Yeah, I guess the fight really put him in the news. Shouldn't, uh, shouldn't Dr. Drew be responsible for everyone that's been on his show? I don't think Shifty is a very cooperative uh, what? patient. No, what the about, most recent uh, story. Adler? The most recent story of Shifty is the DUI that he got right after he was kicked off that tour. Right after he fought his co-lead singer. I right after they got kicked off of that tour. Doctor Drew let Stephen Adler fly. He grew wings and he was letting him fly. <laughs> and once he started Adler's appetite, he felt that he was on his way. He was soaring. Yes, they're coming Jesus somewhere. Christ. I forget where, but Adler's it's, appetite. It's, it's yeah, it, Heights what? Song. It's yeah. like Sterling Heights or something. We have to get Adler on. Where's he playing? It's at a festival this summer locally, and I just don't know which one. And I don't know if it's called Adler's Appetite. It might just be called what? Stephen Adler. That's oh, the that's, that's the most so ridiculous sad. name for a band ever, making it a great name. <laughs> it is pretty ridiculous. Adler's Appetite. What? And should the drummer's name really be in the name of the band? If he's the star. Sterling Fest, you're right, Mark. Sterling yeah. Fest uh, in July, late July. I did see a clip of Adler's Appetite, and the drums are at the front of the stage. Of course, <laughs> duh. What was the Alan Parsons project? Kind of stupid. I don't know. Should have. Uh, I mean, he put his name, and it's a project. Well, he played instruments, though. So does Adler. I know. Do you really want the drums in the front of the stage? People go, oh, I can't wait to see Adler drum. He wasn't that exciting a drummer in what I watched. He's good. Uh, there's breaking news today in the music world. Uh-oh. Besides MTV folding yes. it up? Yes. Uh, the Beatles have a billion streams for Here Comes the Sun. It is now the oh, oldest wow. song to reach a billion streams and the first Beatles song to reach a billion streams, which uh, might surprise people. Because a lot of songs have a billion streams, but the Beatles are never the first and the biggest. They're always just have the most. Hmm. I mean, if you took songs over a hundred million streams, the Beatles, in terms of classic rock, would be number one. I feel pretty confident. But they don't more, have the most streams Queen? for one song. More than Queen. For a hundred million. Um, yeah, I think they do. I'm going to bet that they do. Check it out. They're number one eighteen in the world. For a hundred million. What do you mean? Oh, Queen's 118 in the world? No, 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 the Beatles are 118 on Spotify. Okay, but if you look at total streams, I think they're 42nd. Where do you look at total streams? 
Um, Spotify will give you almost anything. Like, uh, do oh, really? artist streams, like artist streams, most artist streams. Here comes the sun. But for monthly listeners, you're right. I think they have 30 million or something. Yeah, that's what it said. Let's see. Queen is uh, 46 in the world with 47.7 million monthly listeners. Well, Elton John is higher. He's like, I think he might be higher than Queen, but he's lower than the Beatles on that's of the Britney total song. artist streams. Yeah, well, exactly. And Queen has a couple. They've got a song with 2 billion streams. My God. Did you know Elton has one that's 1.5 billion? Yeah, it's Dua Lipa, isn't it? Yes. I know it's that's really that's cheating. Song. <laughs> it's cheating. He's forty third in the world. That is totally cheating. But if you look at if you look at artist streams, I think that's the category. I believe they're ahead of Elton John because I was very surprised to see it. And I'm trying to think who else was up there. Coldplay, I think, is higher than either one of them. But uh, what's interesting about the Beatles is they're getting more streams now than they were a year ago which was more streams than they were getting two years ago, they seem to be getting bigger, strangely. And they've been chasing in Spotify because they joined Spotify late at the very end of 2015 mm. when other people had been on Spotify for far longer. I never knew you were such a Beatles fan. My God, you know, because I, I, I don't know I don't know where to find these charts, but I just clicked on Ed Sheeran because I know he's got a new album. Mm-hmm. Num- number two in the world. Yeah, big, big, big. Is he behind t- probably Taylor Swift? You think so? Is that anyway, get, Here Comes the Sun, is that is a great song. It's oh, not it's the song good. anyone would have predicted would get a billion streams first. Um, and it's also a song John Lennon is not on. Huh. It's just Paul, George, and Ringo. Taylor's third. I used to beat off with John. Bad Bunny, number one. Oh, probably. Who's he nailing now? Is he nailing somebody? Yes. Uh, big star. Someone, uh, big star. It's it going to go bad. I remember seeing it go, oh, this is not going to last. It was one of the Kardashians, but he might have moved on from that. He's number 11 in the world. Who the fuck is number one? Why are we missing this? Mm. How do we... It's LMFAO, probably. It should be. <laughs> yeah, Kendall Jenner is the latest. On oh, his... there you go. That's why it's oh, going to okay. end terribly. Yeah. That's right. It's going to end horribly. He's going to get... So, purpose. anyway, um, coming up behind the Beatles on a billion streams, Paint It Black will be the oldest song to have a billion streams pretty soon. Hmm. Except Ain't No Mountain High Enough will get there first, which has 993 million. Painted Black, I think, has 920 or something like that. And let's see what else is up there. Have You Ever Seen the Rain? Just got a billion streams about really? two months ago. That's a 1970. Kind of yeah, I thought so too. That's a 1970 song. It's all these weather songs. Is, that's weird, isn't it? Have You Ever Seen the Rain? That's not the best CCR song. No. Uh-uh. I don't think. It's a good, For, great song. Um, Fortunate Son is close to a billion streams. I think it's got 880 billion million or something like, like that. I like me some Down on the Corner. Boom, that's boom, got a lot of streams. Boom, I love that tune. Boom, boom, I think it's got boom, boom. 500 million rising. or something. Yeah, Have You Seen the Rain? 1 billion, 63 million. But like Drew said, they'd been on the streaming services for far longer. Proud Mary has 241 million. Up Around the Bend, 230 million. Bad Boon Rising, 613 million. Fortune Sun is 973. Ooh. And I was looking at Spotify's most streamed albums. CCR's albums are they're very high for classic rock, but they're going up. They're moving up. Most classic rock albums or even 80s or 90s albums are moving down. They're going up. Wonder why. I don't know. They're just hot. Some folks are born, man. 
You know, Trudy was talking about Ludacris. Yeah. Ludacris is a 2000 act. His most streamed song is 168 million. Wow. He's nowhere near CCR or. And it's really interesting when I see, when I look at the most streamed albums, see some really big albums that have just died. They just, oh, so people listen, a bunch of people listen really, ugh. Yeah, p- no, people bought it like crazy. It was huge. And then it just went, see you. Hmm. Nobody really stays with it. Well, Janet Jackson, we talked about Janet Jackson. She's an artist like that, that does not get a lot of streams. But her concerts are doing well. In fact, Sherry Shepard was going to see Janet Jackson. Oh, great. She's so <laughs> what, excited. What are you, are you hooked now? Are you watching her every day? No, this is all in the, like, 19 minutes I lost, watched yesterday. Okay. I don't know why, but I remember almost everything she said. <laughs> Have you ever heard of sound charts? Because they monitor every streaming platform. Oh, really? Yeah, Spotify, no, not, Apple. I've, I've never seen that. Oh, that sounds like a new rabbit hole Man, for you are, Drew. Oh, my God. Drew's going to be just Send it blowing to loads about numbers. Give him the link right now because he is going to be on it Soundcharts.com. Well, I, I don't quite know. Why does Spotify have so many more streams than Apple? Uh, because it's a much better platform than Apple Music. I gotta tell you, I, I'm not sure it sounds better than Apple Music. I'm not sure it sounds as good as think, Apple Music. I think Apple Music is, is, is sounds better. Like um, their format is better. Well, you think, think that would that, think that would matter a little bit? You iPhone, but it's really no. It, it's true. It's just the 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 file type of whatever it's called. Um, but I think Spotify's interface is just better, and they've been doing it. They've been doing it better longer. Um, by Spotify the way, probably has better exclusives, so that you know brings people there. But yeah. you'd think that it would matter what you sound like. I don't know. Just saying. Yeah, but I mean, so much of it is so clean and clear now, anyway. Yeah. Uh, here's another. Uh, this is a bloop. This is radio for I'll say eleven. Um, I was going through George Harrison's "All Things Must Pass," which is the possibly the best solo Beatles albums ever. And he has a version of a song called Sour Milk Sea, S-E-A. And the Beatles actually performed it. They, they practiced it. They liked it. But George gave it to an artist named Jackie Lomax, who had just signed with Apple. They thought, let's boost one of our Apple artists with this great song. George, Paul, Ringo, Eric Clapton, and Nicky Hopkins are all on this song. That's got to be Eric. Who is Jackie Lomax? Jackie Lomax was not the great artist they thought he was going to be. George really liked him. And I think Paul and Ringo really liked the song because it was George's. And so they played on it, hoping to boost Jackie. But anyway, play George's version. It's just kind of a demo. Because I heard the Jackie Lomax version, I said, God, if George is singing this, it'd be great. If your life's all right, doesn't satisfy you. You don't get the breaks like some of us do. Yeah, this version's better. Better work it out if I you going wrong. So they took all this talent and wrecked a good song. <laughs> <laughs> By having Jackie Lomax sing it. Where'd he go, Lomax? Get out of some we'll see. You don't belong there. Get back to where you should be. Find out. 
going on. But if you're a big George Harrison fan and you have not heard the 50th anniversary, All Things Must Pass, you really should give it a listen. A lot of demos and stuff. There's a song called Window Window on there that I'd never heard. Fantastic song. And George's demos are great. I have other music news. Do you? What? I've got music news, too. I've got more music news. I, I've, I've got music news. I want to hear some more music news. It's not really music news. I was just trying to say. No, I want to hear music news. It's about Selena Gomez. Is she kind of <laughs> She has music. Are you following this story about her and her organ donor? Oh, I'm so glad you brought That's this up. That's ongoing? Okay. This story is so wild. fucked. It's gotten wild. Sydney, uh, Selena Gomez needed a kidney, correct? Yes. And so this girl, who's a giant fan, yeah. is like, oh my God, I want to give her my kidney. She's an actress, too. She was in How I Met Your Father, I think. I don't think she's done that much. No, though, not she? that much. She was. She. I think she's uh, probably best. I think her biggest credit is Selena Gomez donor. <laughs> yes, <laughs> I agree. So anyway, she was a just a rabid fan, and it turned out she was a match. Mm -hmm. So she gave <laughs> Selena Gomez her fucking kidney, and Selena Gomez absolutely flourished. It was a great. It was a match. She uh, she got through it fine. She's perfectly healthy. There's that great Instagram photo of both of them in the hospital bed. <laughs> yes, yes. But things have changed. That's so weird. And now the donor of the kidney, the actual donor, does not like Selena Gomez and will never talk to her again. No, well, part of the reason is, remember when <laughs> Selena Gomez was talking about quitting Hollywood or whatever? She's like, I basically only have one friend in Hollywood. Taylor Swift, not my kidney donor. <laughs> And everyone's like, hey, what about that lady that gave you a kidney? She's technically Hollywood. She's an so, actress. Wait, she, she just mentioned Taylor Swift, and she she didn't necessarily snub the girl, but she just acted like she like she's with everyone else that isn't her friend, right? Yes. Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah she should have mentioned her. Yeah, and so, but I guess they had a legitimate falling out for whatever reason. I don't know. I guess... You donate a kidney, you think you have full uh, uh, yeah. access to uh, Gomez anytime you want it to visit your kidney. <laughs> <laughs> I'd like to spend some time with my kidney, please. So well, she stopped. The, it, the, it's been revealed why Francia Razzi or whatever her name is, why she has stopped talking to Selena Gomez. And it's because after she gave her the kidney, yeah, Selena kept drinking. <laughs> <laughs> And this is according to... Hey, you're toasting my fucking kidney! Which I gotta say, you gave it to me. I can do whatever I want with it. Right, no give, no give backs. Uh, <laughs> well, but I think, that though, appears that, to be the falling out. I think there was... I don't think it was just having a drink or two here and there, though. She, she, yeah. No, I know. She was doing a, a lot of A local man is in dire need of a kidney tonight, and he's not telling anyone why. <laughs> I don't really... Her, her father, Francia's father, is a... Spanish radio host, I guess, uh -huh. and, he, and he's the one that has spilled the beans about all this. And he's oh, saying, great. That, "Yeah, she gave her the kidney." Uh, and the quote was, "She didn't give her a kidney so she could go out and drink." <laughs> you don't own me. Come on. Well, I mean, honestly, I realized Selena Gomez was very young, but wouldn't you think that would be a pretty big deal uh, yeah. to get a kidney from somebody? Yeah, I don't somebody. think you're supposed to drink regardless of no, you're not who supposed gave to drink. you the kidney or who gave it to you. I would say maybe you could drink a little bit here and there. Yeah. Here's where it gets even worse, though. Um, this girl, Francia Raggio or whatever, has been bullied. 
by Selena Gomez fans, right? Yes. Oh, yeah. yeah. Because she gave her kidney to Selena Gomez. <laughs> so she's the one in trouble. She said things have gotten so bad. She's suffering from some mental health issues. One of the most hurtful comments she got, which I love that she's sharing the most hurtful comment that she got, which is, quote, I hope someone goes up your pussy and rips out your other kidney, you fucking whore. Nice what? fan. I know. What the fuck? Why? Seriously, Why? what the fuck? Why are you saying that to her? Well, I guess at some point, not maybe a couple year, a couple years ago, it came out that these two really aren't that great of friends. You know, yeah. you'd think that Selena would really, you know, go out of her way to be her great friend, but yeah. there's your... something in the way, and it was the drinking, actually, but but Francia didn't say that. Tell your fans to shut the fuck so up and her leave her fans alone. just decided that, well, we hate her and we're going to bully her. And when you are bullied by a fan base of someone like Selena Gomez, it's pretty overwhelming. Mm -hmm. And this is the kind of this is the kind of stuff that is like blows my mind. It's like this stuff just goes on and nobody does shit about it. Yeah. Would you think Selena Gomez would say something? Well, I think that has been an issue. People are like, why hasn't Selena said anything? But I think she finally did come out and say, you know, leave her alone. Yeah, but long, well, long after, after this was yeah. going on. Yeah. I mean. I think she'd be kind of aware of her kidney donor <laughs> and what's going on with her. Yeah. But not really. Oh my God. Not really at all. But, you know, she gave it to her a long time ago, and she yeah, used to have it. It's, it's pretty much hers. Finders, keepers, losers, weepers. Yeah, you're not getting it back. No. What do you mean? <laughs> yeah, if, she's if she treats her like shit, she can't take the kidney back. It's my kidney now. So why not do it? <laughs> so dumb. I don't know. I thought, okay, I thought that was worthy. Uh, what was your music news, Drew? Wasn't that worthy music news? Uh, that was great music news. Uh, <laughs> What's your music news? so weird. Well, Lyle Ritchie says he's proud of his coronation performance after being blistered <laughs> really? by press and fans. Awful. He butchered his own songs. Karaoke in the pub. Sounded like Kermit the Frog. Katy Perry was also criticized, but a little less, for being out of tune. She was, yeah. And uh, uh, Lionel, oh, the, also the, somebody said, probably a reaction to the Botox in his face. <laughs> <laughs> Who hired this washed-up ball of wax? Oh, someone said about Lionel. Wax. And then um, it was followed by a lot of comments about how, you know, it's not just Lionel Richie. How about, why doesn't Elton John retire? Why doesn't Roger Dalty retire? Why doesn't Paul McCartney retire? Why doesn't Rod Stewart retire? They can't sing like they used to. Why are you dragging them into it? Well, because just general complaint about people singing live, which I thought was interesting. Because this was a general audience. This is not a Lionel Richie audience. So the Lionel Richie fans did eventually turn up and said, hey, wait a second. I saw him two years ago. I thought he sounded fine. He doesn't sound like he did when he was 30, but I enjoyed the show. I thought it was great, blah, 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 which is what generally most people who have been a fan of someone for 30 or 40 years, they understand that maybe, you know, well, they McCart are 73. McCartney's a good example, right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. No, he's 81 years old. So he's not going to sound like he did when he was 25. Um, but anyway, Lionel's fans said, yeah, he, he's, uh, he might miss a few notes, but he, I still loved it. Or, you know, I saw him two years ago. It was great. And then a lot of people came out too and said that they wondered if all the people lip syncing is making it really hard for people that sing live. Yeah. And that was, those were more the Katy Perry fans who were saying, wait a second. She sang live. It was an outdoor venue, which is a little weird with acoustics and sometimes 
it flattened some notes out. And they were saying, well, what would it have been better if she just lip synced? And some people said, yes. Why didn't oh. she just lip sync? I guess lip syncing is so commonplace now that some people think it's normal. Huh. That people are supposed to sound like the record. Did Lionel break his silence? Yeah, Lionel said that uh, he, he was proud of his performance. Oh, I thought he said, outrageous! <laughs> that was 1983, I think. <laughs> what year was that? Was that 83? Outrageous! Oh, God. That's strange. It seems like the people that have that big night where they win six awards or seven Grammys or seven Oscars, it seems like um, not always the artists who you would think win six or seven in a night. Like, didn't... Well, it's timing, Bonnie right? Raitt, Steve Winwood. Well, they had no competition. It is weird. Uh, you know, we were talking about streaming a few minutes ago, and I was looking at the most streamed song as released per year. Yeah. There's a couple years where there's no one with a billion streams. I mean, we're talking like 1990 or something. There's no one... Or 1989, maybe. I think Tom Petty has the most streams that year, and it's not even a billion. No Pearl Jam? No Nirvana? Nope. Well, they weren't really there yet in 89. Oh, 19, okay. And then um, I think there might have been even a year as recently as 2000 where, for some reason, there was just nothing good released that year, nothing really that big. 2000? Yeah. Well, what about Limp Bizkit? Wouldn't that have been around 2000, Brandon? I don't, yeah. They probably don't have a billion streams for anything. Why well, would that, they, yeah. they really have a billion streams for something? They Limp should, Bizkit? because if they don't, that's totally... Yeah, I, I believe Rolling has uh, 18 million or billion streams. It should. Limp Biscuit. Wait, now I know like, y'all be loving this shit right no, here. No, no, no. They do not have a billion. Limp Biscuit is right here. People in the house put them hands in the air because if you. We need that intro, by the way. I just pulled, that's what I was doing. I just that's pulled, awesome. Yeah. That's the clearest good. one I could find too. One, two, three times two to the six. Don't you fix with your Limp Biscuit mix. Limp Biscuit has one song with 422 million, which is a lot. But it's not a billion. Mm. Is it Faith? Break stuff. Oh, break stuff. Oh, yeah. Roland has 396, 396 million. Take a look around is 300 million. Behind Blue Eyes is 333 million. What? And My Way has 253 million. My Way or the Highway. <laughs> These lyrics are so bad. <laughs> but the thing is, if you had a hit in 2000, there's no way you're not going to have close to a half a yeah. million. I mean, there's almost no way. What was the story we were talking about? Oh, it might have been who um, Crazy Town was opening for, Head P.E. Head P.E. So we were listening to Head P.E. after we talked about it. Hell yeah. Because Brandon and I both liked them. And my God, I realized they're a lot like Limp Bizkit and their lyrics are just as stupid. Oh, really? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. It was really, I was kind of embarrassed. I don't know. Crazy Town. Butterfly has 341 oh, that's million. dumb song. Yo, my butterfly, sugar. Play the inter play the beginning of that. Oh, I thought you were going to want me to play this again. Oh, no, I want to hear that, too. That's awesome. Hey, Kurt Loader. <laughs> it's kind of a cool sound, though. It is. No, the sound's cool, but then the lyrics get really dumb really fast. What are you talking about? Come, my lady, come, come, my lady. You're my butterfly, sugar, baby. Come, my lady, come, come, my lady. You're my butterfly, sugar, such a sexy, sexy, pretty little thing This April bitch, you got me sprung with your tongue ring And I ain't gonna lie, cause your loving gets me high So to keep you by my side, there's nothing that I won't try What does that mean? You gonna try pegging? He's wearing a dare shirt 
could this be real? Cause I can't sleep, I can't hold still. The only thing I really know is she got sex appeal. <laughs> the only oh thing God. I really know is she got sex appeal. What a dumb video, too. I kind of thought that was C-U-M come there, not C-O-M-E. <laughs> Oh man, it's such a diverse band. You got the African American drummer, you got the two white lead singers, you got the goth guitarist. Cool. The rock star bassist. What happens in Crazy Town? I cannot believe they're still together. I just can't. What else are they going to do? Well, they're not. I mean, like these guys, Shifty Shellshock is the only original one left. They're not back together? There's like 150 different past members. This is breaking news, Brandon. This is Kurt Loader. I love Crazy Town is no longer together. <laughs> One thing I love about Wikipedia <laughs> with the bands, I love when this they is put Kurt the timeline. Like members. I love when they put the timeline out of all the members, and it shows you like the bars, the graph. That's so Seth cool. Binzer, he's been in there forever, but he is. Uh, I think you mean Shifty Shellshock. Shifty Shellshock is the only original member now. They've gone through. Look at this. Look at this. They've gone Some through guys eight guitarists, back. three different vocalists, three bassists, uh, three people on the turntables, including DJ AM, and one, two, three, four, five, six, seven drummers. It's just into MTV News. Shifty Shellshock's name is Seth Binzer. Chrysaton <laughs> <laughs> has had eight guitarists uh, since they started. Four bass players and three vocalists. I love any minor thing in rock. <laughs> It's going to be breaking news. Now. There's only two members officially of Crazy Town. That would be Seth Binzer and Christian Rivera. What? Population two? Mm-hmm. Stupid. Crazy it's a, Town. This is a great line, great line from Butterfly here. I'm looking at the lyrics. It's a <laughs> girl, it's me and you, like Sid and Nancy. <laughs> what the fuck? Well, I mean, the line, it rhymed with the line before, which... Whatever tickles your fancy, girl, it's me and you, like Sid, Sid and Nancy. Nancy. I remember so that. sexy, almost evil, talking about butterflies in my head. I used to think that happy endings were only in the books that I read. Oh, boy. <laughs> come, my lady, come, come, my lady. You're my butterfly, sugar, baby. Oh, Jesus. Limp Biscuit had way better lyrics than that. Oh, no, now what? That's just in. Limp Bizkit had way better lyrics than Butterfly. <laughs> hey, here's some breaking news what? for you. Seriously? In, in 2017, when the other lead singer, uh, Epic Mazer, left the band, Epic Mazer. Seth Binzer changed the name of the band to what? Crazy Town X. What? Yes. Oh, because he didn't own Crazy Town? Yeah. So now they are officially <laughs> Crazy Town, also known as Crazy Town X. Oh, my God. How stupid. <laughs> Is this the dumbest band we've ever heard of? Yeah, it's one of the dumbest ones. I'm try- I was trying to think of a band that's had more members because I've I've been in the Wikipedia where they do that thing with the bars. Yeah, well, Menudo. Like, oh my God, Menudo, right? Well, Remember? but that's an ever changing band. That's I mean, bands that started off with. I think Skinner has a huge one. <laughs> White Snake has a huge one. Really, White Snake? Yeah, let me check White Snakes. White Snake. Uriah Heap, and, and, 25. And like I said, Wikipedia is the best for it because they put that 
that bar graph like the, Drew was talking about. Hey, while you're there's, uh, a li- there's a list here. Jethro Tull, 24 members. Ooh. The Kingsman, 23 members. Oh, that's the Louis Louis band. Uh, that's 62. Boy, look at Whitesnake. Ooh, look, water- at their, look at Whitesnake's timeline. Oh, man. Oh, my God. There's 100 people in there. Does Santana count? Because there's 67 members of Santana. Yeah, yeah but he's more count. of a band leader, right? So he can, he can bring in different guys. It's a big band, too. The Water Boys? Oh, know? the Water Boys. Yeah, that's Mike Scott and whoever... He takes out on tour with him. 76 but, members. Iron Butterfly, wait, 59. Water Boys have 176. Oh. Yeah. Hold the Moon, by the way, is one of the. If you don't listen to anything else today based on listening to this show, listen to the Water Boys' Hole of the Moon. That is such a cool song. Pulling it up now. Dig the Water Boys. Hmm. You'll know this song. I know you know it. This is Kurt Loader. If you listen to one song today, Make it this one. <laughs> the whole of the moon. Oh, I know this song. And who, who is the fiddle player? He's fucking great. God, is he good. Well, I don't know. It's got to be one of 76 people. No, I know his name. I pictured a rainbow. I pictured a rainbow. Steve Wickham. There's a version of them playing Purple Rain live. They do a great live version of Purple Rain. And he plays the guitar on the fiddle from like the four or five minute mark till the end. And they have this, it's one of the coolest things I've possibly ever seen. Just saying. Big fiddle thing. Yeah. I mean, it's like the lead guitar of Purple Rain. Dexy's Midnight Runners had 43 members. (laughs) Canned Heat, 43. White Snake, Brandon. There you go. Thirty-nine. We've had forty-three members. You're fired, and now I'm on hire somebody. Change the bed up pretty often. <laughs> Update our timeline on Wikipedia. <laughs> What's their other big song besides "Going Up the Country"? That's the only one that matters. They have another, they have another one that does matter. Going up the country. On the road again. On the road again. Again. It's a good song. It's got a funky this is a little cool groove, song. man. Actually, I like. That's the best one, man. No, play the good one. What? You know the good one. I want to. I want to hear Canned Heat. This is Canned Heat from Living the Blues, 1968. Give me going up to the country. Fuck it, I'll do it myself. I have a board. Jeez. Is this a live version? Oh, it's going to suck. Yeah, boo this man. I'd rather hear Let's Work Together than the live version of this. Let's Work Together. Oh, yeah. At least the, at least the flute player showed up. I think it's a loot. Oh, yeah, this is good. This is live at Woodstock? No, I think it had an open... I take it back, this one sucks. 
That's yeah, a bullshit but version. You can sing along without knowing the words. You talk that way. Like <laughs> I'm telling you, there's so many people who are talking like post Malone these <laughs> days based on my email. Oh, I know. I can't wait for Thursday's boner line because I've had some fantastic separated at births with that. Hell yeah, man. Congratulations, dude. That's amazing. Hell yeah, man. Congratulations, dude. That's amazing. That's one amazing dude. He's getting a lot of uh, play on our YouTube channel, which, by the way, please subscribe to our YouTube channel. We need more subscribers. What are we at now? We're at uh, 7,700. We're going to hit that 8K. <laughs> this is Kurt Lauder. Kurt our YouTube the Mike Show has reached 7,700 <laughs> subscribers on their YouTube channel. They're hoping to reach uh, Dave and Chuck, <laughs> uh, morning show from Detroit at WRIF, who are at about 16,000 followers. Uh, when they made the life goal of <laughs> passing Dave and Chuck, they were not aware that they would continue to get more subscribers. <laughs> there is some regret in the Drone Mike camp. And it's also <laughs> worth noting uh, Dave and Chuck had a 10-year head start. YouTube, maybe even 15. Oh, by the way. This is real, by the way. This is Kurt Loader. Tory Lanez has lost his appeal oh. for a new trial. <laughs> so the sounder actually so works. So when is this fuck going to prison? Uh, let's see. In March, uh, that's when he got Jose Baez on. I'm just kind of uh, flying through this here. Uh, well, like, the, just remand him right now. What, what's, the, what's to wait for? Let's see, one Why day. do they keep waiting to put this guy in prison? I'm well, sick of Tory this. Lanes. He's a big streaming artist. It's my. It's the second so, most thing I'm mad at. Sentencing right now. date has not been announced. Oh come on! He's yeah. been found guilty in December. That would be sentenced within 30 days of the hearing held on Monday, I guess. And uh, if the trial, okay, the new trial was denied, so 30 days from now. What? What's the this delay? This is a what? maximum sentence of 22 years. So is this because he needs to get his affairs in order? <laughs> yeah, well, right. Four Stallion. months to do it? How many people is he going to shoot the Shot next 30 days? Wait, just because he hired Jose Baez, he gets more time to stay out of prison? <laughs> what the guess. fuck is that? I guess. And Elizabeth Holmes, I'm so pissed about her uh, not who? being in jail yet. Uh, her name is Liz Holmes now? Oh, Liz Holmes. I'm sorry. Yeah, that's right. She goes by Liz Holmes. Um, and she calls herself Mom. That's really her name. And she works really hard. <laughs> My mom's name is Mom. She works really hard in the rape crisis hotline. Because uh, she was raped as a sophomore at Stanford, which she never told anybody until now. Ooh. And that's one of the reasons she dropped out. And it's all Sonny Balwani's fault because yeah. Sonny not only loaned her a lot of money, which, by the way, didn't get paid back. He committed domestic and sexual assault on Elizabeth Holmes and separated her from all her friends and family. So when she needed that support to make her stop lying, yeah. she didn't have it. So she had no choice but to just start lying to everyone, including Rupert Murdoch and all kinds of big investors. <laughs> So Rupert Murdoch, who just said, I'm one of a bunch of old men who got taken in by a seemingly great young woman. Total embarrassment. Oh. <laughs> He's like, I don't ever like talking about this. Oh. <laughs> so anyway, Liz Holmes is suggesting Liz Holmes. that she just got out of a cult. In what? Words, yes, that Sonny Balwani's treatment of her was akin to being in a cult. Yeah, your and cult that you made. And that she that it was his idea to wear the black turtleneck, have the fake voice and the red lipstick. That was all sunny. And, of course, many people point out that, gee, why were you the CEO then? 
Wow. Why were you the CEO if it was all sunny, taking control yeah. of everything in yeah. your life? First was they he... think you're crazy, then they fight you, and then all of a sudden you change the world. And how are you able to fire him? That's pretty weird, too. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Hmm. And dump him. Huh. I can't believe she banged him. But I'm so, I know. I can't, she believe, was... anybody... I can't believe he banged her. She needed money, though. He loaned her money. Mm. Lots of money. And she was banging him. When and she, let's see, she was nineteen, he was thirty-seven. So yeah. who played her in that movie again? That uh, series. Somebody way, way too hot, yeah. way too hot to play huge her. Huge rack. Yeah. Amanda Seyfried. She was really good in it too. This just into MTV News. I'm Kurt Scroder. Uh, Marilyn Manson's defamation case against Evan Rachel Wood. Uh, most of the uh, claims have been thrown out by the judge. Thank you, Kurt. Did you know that? Can you please not come up with musical news just to use the sounder? I wasn't. I, I, I wasn't. I actually had printed it out earlier. It's kind of a big deal, though. It's another defamation. No, case. the sounder's great. I, I agree. There's a certain level to which it's worth bringing out material to play the sounder. I thought Marilyn Manson and Tory Lanez was worth it. Tory Lanez was well worth it. No, not Marilyn Manson for that. I don't know. I just thought. I thought deal. you just found it. To I'd rather hear sounder. Manson news than Lane's news. I did not know you had printed it out before the yes, show. Sorry, sorry, not sorry. Um, I I thought that uh, breaking news was going to be Amanda Seyfried has great boobs. So that's not everyone knows that. That's not breaking news. So honestly, how long can Elizabeth Holmes keep herself out of prison? She's going to get fucking knocked up again. Yeah, she's gonna get knocked up and she's going. Oh, but I can have the baby in prison. Yeah, she'll get conjugals and everything. No, that's <laughs> fucking insane. She'll go. I'm Liz Holmes. Elizabeth Holmes is the one you found guilty. She's she not should, going to prison. There should be a restraining order against her husband's penis. Ugh. To keep her from getting pregnant. I'm serious. She's gonna do it. I'm so worried about this. I'm losing she's sleep. Force. I'm that. losing a lot of sleep between praying for the wrong things for Jamie Foxx <laughs> and Elizabeth Holmes not going to prison. <laughs> I'm really worried about this stuff. And Jamie Foxx, I was reading more about him today. I'm as confused as ever. Yeah? What's the news on him? N- not, the, not the same old bullshit. He broke his silence, that he's stable now. Uh, he's still in the hospital, though. And as soon as they think that, you know, this is like, well, yeah, of course, anybody would be out of the hospital as soon as you think they're fine. Mm. Why isn't he fine? And he, how stable can he be if he can't get out of the hospital? That doesn't sound very stable. Well, usually when I'm looking for news... Um on celebrities, I go to Radar Online. <laughs> That's a pretty good what? place to this go. one of the best. His inner circle is, quote, hoping for the best, but preparing for the worst. <laughs> Wait, what? That's according to his inner circle. Well, then we need to know what to pray for. God damn it, tell us what's wrong with him! Jamie's people are saying he's doing okay and improving while doctors try to get to the bottom of his problems. I thought he was stable. But he won't be in the hospital this long if he was anything close to okay. Duh! <laughs> right. Like but he's just choosing to hide out in a hospital. That's what the media is acting so dumb about every time they say, Jamie Foxx has broken his silence to say, hey, he's very blessed. Yeah. I mean, that, very blessed to be almost stable enough to be like in the hospital and maybe getting out soon or what? I mean, well, a how source, almost blessed are we talking? A source added that emergency room physicians saved his, uh, his life. Quote, it was touch and go for a few days with him. Saved his life from what? He had to be revived. He's very lucky to be alive. So he was dead? He's very lucky he got the treatment he did, said an insider. Another source said the hardworking Jamie suffers from high blood pressure, which experts said can cause clots in the brain, lead to a stroke. One source said the actor's health crisis was, quote, a long time coming. What? Yeah, in other words, he has been 
It's had hypertension, high blood pressure, so it was only a matter of time, I guess. By the way, nice source. Nice friend. <clears throat> well, at least, but I still don't know what he has. How the fuck can I pray for him because I don't know what he has? Gotta be like an aneurysm or a stroke. Well, then tell me. I need <laughs> to it's know. It's a stroke. I so, think so, too. Sources are saying. An insider says. You tell them! That story from Radar Online is actually the most in-depth story I've heard yet. <laughs> yeah. I think Radar Online uh, should get a Pulitzer or a Nobel Peace Prize or something. Drulitzer? <laughs> Drulitzer. Something for the medical is reporting? Is there a picture in there for Drulitzer? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's good pictures of him. I have to say a Nobel Peace Prize because, honestly, I haven't been at peace since I have not <laughs> known what to pray for. <laughs> I'm so concerned. I don't know what to pray for. Dear God, I'm just so confused. <laughs> I don't know what I'm praying for. The fact is, I just want to fucking know, like everyone else. <laughs> of course. What's yeah. wrong with him? Well, and, Why is he in the hospital so goddamn long? Nobody's in the hospital for three weeks if it's no big deal. It's got to be a big deal. The longer it goes on, the more everybody wants to know. Like, yeah, that's kind of weird. And I, I'm I'm really angry. I mean, I've I've rarely feel this livid at the at the general media. For reporting that he broke his silence and hey, feeling blessed. It's like no, he is not feeling blessed. He's pissed that he's still in the hospital because something has gone really wrong. Do you want to hear some uh, more great reporting from sources and insiders? Is it about Jamie Foxx? No, no, no. it's about his uh, collateral co-star Tom Cruise. Oh, okay. Sources have told Page Six that he is quote extremely interested in pursuing Shakira. (laughs) (laughs) The source says quote. There is chemistry. Wait, f- if for as a Scientology member or as a girlfriend? As a girlfriend. But that no. means that means both, though. It doesn't matter yeah, which right, one he answers. Right. Um, if he says as a girlfriend, that means as a, as a Scientology I, I, member and as a girlfriend. I don't think he's her type. <laughs> First off, he's 14 years older. Her last boyfriend was way younger than her and taller I, and, I'm, and, and I'm, more wealthy. I'm dead serious right now. Why would anyone want to be with Tom Cruise? He's crazy. No, he's nuts. He's in a fucking cult, Especially and he's going to make you be in a cult, too. I thought Shakira was, wasn't she like super Catholic or religious or something? I think so. Uh, the source added, <laughs> this might be the dumbest quote, Shakira needs a soft pillow to fall on, and that could be Tom. A no, nice- it would not be Tom. <laughs> She'd be getting audited hourly. Cruz has the benefit of being a nice looking guy, and he's talented. <laughs> The source also <laughs> cracked, and she isn't taller than him. <laughs> He's five seven. She's five foot two. That's the best reason I've heard so far. So I gotta tell you, at the Miami Grand Prix, she looked really oh, good. I've always had a thing. She always Shakira. looks great, She's and she beautiful. can shake it too. I for yeah, some reason hips don't lie. I did not know those boobs were so impressive. Yeah. That I didn't know. She's got a hide-a-rack, and a hide-a-rack is something to really appreciate because she's going to be hiding it from everyone else, and you're going to be the only (laughs) one that knows how huge it is. Plus, she hates paying taxes. It's great. You know that, right? She has a problem in South America, doesn't she? I think it's in Spain because she claims she lived in Colombia or wherever she's was. By the way, I was reading a translation of a, is that Shakira nude? That's what happens when you Google Shakira nude. I didn't know she'd been nude. You're welcome. Is that really? Is that oh, really her? Oh, it's a Photoshop. I, I don't know this. It, it looks real to me. I mean, that that head looks like it belongs on that body. Yeah. Wait, that one on the right is not her. What? Who's that? This is real. <laughs> I don't think that's real. <laughs> she's spread eagle. Look at her. Look at her head. It looks like she's posing for a. For yeah, a but yeah, they they had the. <laughs> they had the foresight to blur it out. <laughs> Her 
butthole. No, that that picture looks real. The one with her titty hanging out is real. That green thing, that green thing, by the way. Yeah, that that looks real. Real, yeah. That's. I think that might be real. I think so too. Maybe she was just really hot. She's at Coachella or something, and so she just the topless photo above and the graphic nude masturbation video below. (laughs) Pop star Shakira in her younger years. Okay. Oh, what appears to be her? So it's a real picture. Damn, there's her just shaking it. Ass is just. Millie Bobby Brown? Wait, wait, wait. wait Brandon, Katy scroll Perry? Up, scroll up. This, the, wait, Katy Perry? Yeah, what's that the Katy fuck Perry out of headline here? at the these bottom? These are all de- deep fakes. Oh, what's here. that Katy wait, Perry are, headline? Are these Where? fappenings or something? Where? Scroll down. Hello. Scroll down. Scroll. Okay, Millie Bobby Brown. Millie Bobby Brown. First nude photos for her 18th birthday. Those are so fake. Where? Well, I, I can't so wait. fake. Katy Perry that, finally does a complete said the nude photo. one wasn't fake, and there's Katy Perry. The guy who constantly pulls up fake nudes. Uh, that looks like her. I've never seen that Katy Perry nude picture. Is that her? No. These are fake. Wait, look at that Ariana Grande thing. That's her That's her fappening picture, isn't it? Yeah, that one I think is real. Yeah, some of these Ooh. are real, some of them are not. What's the Katy Perry one? Oh, sorry. Katy Perry's never been nude. What What did you just show me? <laughs> <laughs> that's so real. What are you talking about? Okay, As you can see one, in the though. pics, after another... years of taunting and teasing, Katy Perry finally does a completely nude shoot, and there, it's completely those. Oh, that's to- that's totally her. You don't think that's her? That I can see her. That looks posing real. like that. Wait, wait, that <laughs> does Katy Perry have no neck at all? <laughs> Maybe that's not her. Wait, that, she's got a neck there. That's one classy pose, isn't it? God. Like Katy Perry is going to all of a sudden decide to do the complete why, why sluttiest the, Why pictures. are you the nude governor now? Because I know my deep fakes when I see pull, them. You pull them up all the time. I pull up real ones. I know I can decipher between the How, real and what the is, Why is the Shakira one real? Um, Just because of the age of it. Pos- I don't know. There could be some airbrushing in there. No, what? I mean, how do you know that's her boob that's just out in the open? I'll search Google for that, the photo. That boob in the Tom Cruise picture is bigger than that boob. Okay. Oh, maybe she got fakers. Yeah, maybe. Well, I don't know. There was a picture of Scarlett Johansson on there, you know, which well, I don't she's know. She's been if it's, nude in movies. I don't know if it's real or not. She but, farts. But um, did you see the, the story about her today that she's revealed her tattoos? Have you seen her back tattoos? No. They're, oh, they're like no. Ben Affleck. Are we size. talking green blob stuff? They're ben no! They're huge. What? That's that's not even a full one, Brandon. The the new one that you can see a lot more than just all those roses. Like she's got added on to it. Oh God, is that stupid? Oh, and she's bears her back. Why would she, she do stupid. that? There it is. See how, oh. see how much bigger that one is. <laughs> why? Why? She's scar Joe, man. She do whatever uh, she wants. But why put green blobs on your back? Look at that's the look. That's the, there's Colin Jost in the 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 um, thought bubble is. I put green blobs on your back. <laughs> Does that look like what he he's does. saying? There? He looks like he's pretty surprised. <laughs> um, I don't know. I just did not expect her to be green blobbed. No, it is kind of a surprise. Yeah, maybe a couple little tattoos, but not green blob. I think it's, she is green blobbed. I think that's more of a surprise than Ben Affleck's giant phoenix tattoo. That he has. <laughs> Might be the worst celebrity tattoo I've ever seen. The phoenix that rising so out of bad. his ass. But it's oh my god, is that bad? But isn't that surprising that he would have that giant one on his back? What's yes. more surprising, that he has one or that ScarJo has a giant one? Probably ScarJo. I don't know. His is so bad. But I just realized something. I did not mention Joe's produce. Oh. I didn't, did I? No. I didn't, no. Oh, shit. And Mother's Day is just around the corner. It's time to show Mom how much you appreciate her. Joe from Joe's Produce Gourmet Market in Livonia wants you to know they've got everything you need to make a special meal for your mom. 
Fresh quality meats, seafood, the finest produce, Joe's has it all. And they pride themselves on offering the best ingredients so you can make a delicious and memorable meal. Memorable. Memorable. Meal for your mom on her special day. So why settle for anything else when you can shop at Joe's Produce Gourmet Market on Seven Mile Road, just east of Farmington Road in Livonia, and give mom the best Mother's Day meal she deserves? But, you know, you can also buy stuff for yourself or your family, or maybe if mom is not, maybe his mom's out of town or something, or you can't see mom, or you're just really not that into mom, <laughs> you could still get some great food there, period. Because quality meats, seafood, the finest produce, I get so hungry reading this ad. Joe's Produce Gourmet Market, the freshest produce and the highest quality meats in town. Show your mom how much you care with the best ingredients from Joe's. Happy Mother's Day from all of the people at Joe's Produce Market. And again, that address is Joe's Produce Gourmet Market on Seven Mile Road, just east of Farmington Road in Livonia. Give your mom the best Mom's Day meal that she so deserves. Is there some new music news? <laughs> uh, I, I did know. a commercial. I thought maybe in that time something had come up. Mother's Day is Sunday. This has been Kurt Loader. <laughs> so dumb. No, yeah, nothing else. That's all I got. Okay. Mm. I guess that I still can't get over that Trump thing. I was just thinking surprise, yesterday yeah. when I watched the coverage, I was like, you know. Could he lose this uh, thing? Could, is it possible he could lose this thing? No one has ever taken a sexual assault case more so lightly than Trump has. It's almost like he thinks he's just denying it the way he can That's deny right. it to people. Yeah. When it's That's in right. court, you can't just deny something. I saw a talking head saying something about and the interesting thing is that uh, you, can't, you can't blame a uh, Democratic um, you know, uh, attorney general or a Democratic... A DA or a prosecutor, which I never thought about that. It's just her lawyers, who I'm sure hate him. Oh, yeah. Seriously, I'm sure they do. Um, it's going to be interesting watching him make excuses for why he lost this. When, Great when lawyer. Well, he already he, did. He's not allowed to speak. And Joe Takapino, is that his name? Yeah. How yeah. could he let him talk to her attorney that way? I mean, that, that seems to me is. Some either pretty bad lawyering, or he has no control over Trump, or both. But I, I felt like it was such a blow-off. He, he never appeared in the courtroom. He was never. I mean, I would think you'd say, look, you have to show up and, like, make, a constern, make some consternation show up on your face. Like, you care. I would not, under any circumstances, have any interest in you. But you cannot suggest that you give a fuck if you don't even show up. Yeah. I mean, that's, and then to, to talk so arrogantly in the deposition, that's ridiculous. I mean, that was crazy what he said to her attorney. I'm trying to say. I mean, I hope you're not offended. I really would never fuck you. If I had Mark's dick, I wouldn't fuck you. Okay? <laughs> that's how bad it is. I hope it doesn't bother you at all, or I hope you don't feel offended. It's not intended that way at all. Is that offensive? Oh, I'm sorry. See the guy, Brandon? If I had Brandon's dick, I wouldn't put it in your mouth. I wouldn't. Not in a million <laughs> oh, years. I'm trying to Is fuck. it offensive? You tell me. Oh, oh, really? Oh, I'm sorry about that. <laughs> Has he com Do we have a Trump comment yet? Well, he's got. That's what I was looking for. The Truth Social uh, ones, which I guess these are real. It says I have absolutely no idea who this woman is. That's the one before that we were talking about. That's the end of Joe Takapino, I guess. Right? Yeah, it's got to be. 
Um, I thought I saw another one. I'd see once again. I haven't vetted these, so I don't know if they're real or not. But this one, oh. he was a big shit talker too. I saw him on. Uh, I saw him on CNN. I saw him on. I think it was the Today Show. Oh my God, is he full of himself? Tacopina. Yeah. I, once again, do you remember that reality show he did on Fox where they had like a you know like a, a mock jury in a court? He was he was one of the star judges or star lawyers. Oh, oh, is that right? That's the only only thing I know him from. Well, you the jury, you the I jury. Just, there you go. Yeah. Okay, he was I think so. Uh, Piro was on that too, wasn't she? Probably. Yeah. He was so obnoxious in these interviews, just the way that when anyone brought up a point, he's like, "Oh, God, what are you talking about?" I mean, I just thought, I don't, I can't picture every jury really liking this guy because a lot of attorneys it's suggested that they win the jury over like a hundred percent to the point that i like him and i like what he's saying and i like everything that comes out of his mouth so i'm gonna find this guy not guilty hmm. or or the other way where i i like him and he makes really good points and he's just so convincing i'm gonna prosecute that person and find them guilty so this um is allegedly from six minutes ago from his true social what else can you expect from a Trump-hating, Clinton-appointed judge who went out of his way to make sure the result was as negative as it could possibly be, speaking to and in control of a jury from an anti-Trump area, which is probably the worst well, place true. in the United States for me to get a fair trial? I would agree with that. But that's yeah, still, but they, there's but that's, six guys on that jury. Six men. Yeah. Three women. Did they all hate Trump? I don't know. I, I don't know how you pick a jury for Isn't him. That I don't know happened? how you do it. Yes, Is that, but although but, it's civil, uh, but though, I think so. they, I think because he was president, and he was so unpopular in New York. There was talk that maybe it would be moved, or it should be moved. Well, that the other one, the Alvin Bragg one, definitely. Well, I, I don't know how. I mean, he is so incredibly unpopular in New York that at one point nobody would even buy a place in his buildings. Yeah. I don't know if that still happens. I, I don't know, yeah. but I mean, he had terrible. His percentages there in terms of voting were horrible. But it's not, it's a very vitriolic thing in New York. Yeah. So, um, and it's very complicated. I mean, I know he's going to use it as an, as an excuse because he said, oh my God, I, I, I couldn't do it to, to New York to show up and force them to, you know, put on this big mm -hmm. dog and pony show. I couldn't do that to him. Now that's bullshit. I just don't think he that's wanted right. to go. Of course not. He could have he uh, been there. Should have been there. He should have at least been there to appear to care a little more than he did. But yeah. we'll see. I'm sure they'll appeal. And I don't know. I, don't, I just don't know. How, how often do civil cases successfully get appealed? It's, I don't know. The preponderance is, preponderance, you know, was, he, was, it, was it 51-49 or was it 89-11? Yeah. It's hard to say. Good question. Anyway, I did want to mention uh, Joe's Produce again because I did forget to do it earlier, Joe's Produce Gourmet Market on Seven Mile Road, just east of Farmington Road in Livonia. Give mom the best Mother's Day meal she deserves. And remember, all those great ingredients for whatever it is you want to make to create a special meal for yourself, maybe, or for your family. If it's not mom, or if you have other things planned for mom, or you're going out to eat, maybe it's Joe's Gourmet Market, Joe's Produce Gourmet Market in Livonia for your next big meal. Fresh quality meats, seafood. I can't read this anymore. I'm so I know, hungry. I'm starving. My God. 
Um, visit the freshest produce and get the highest quality meats in town at Joe's Produce Gourmet Market. Show mom how much you care with the best ingredients. Happy Mother's Day from everybody at Joe's. And Hall Financial is our presenting sponsor. And they want to remind you, they've got a lot of great programs right now that can save you money off your rate and even help with down payment assistance. They announced a 1% down program with up to a 4000 in forgivable down payment assistance for qualified buyers. That's four grand towards your down payment. That's big bucks. Uh, they've been doing it a couple weeks, and it's very successful. If you're thinking about spring-summer renovations or a second home up north, take advantage of the equity in your home. They can figure that out in five minutes if you take their five-minute test. So go to the website, click the link to get started for Hall's Above and Beyond five-star service for our listeners. Or call 866-CALL-HALL to make sure to tell them we sent you to Hall Financial. All right. Uh, thanks, Kennedy, for coming by. Yeah, it's good to see her. And... Um, We've got to get Alexis back on the job. Yeah. Our coaching tree is really... <laughs> coaching tree. Really looking uneven these days. And Vinny Stubbs, for fuck's sake, he's yeah. not doing anything in the media, is he? No, no. He's working hard, and he's a family man now. I don't know how hard he's working. He probably goes to work and gets everybody worked up about gets his rattled. problems. Yeah. <laughs> he was, oh, why was he so rattled all Everything the time? rattled him. Well, I think People it rattled him. his first day on the job, he walked into a massive meeting in the Peach Pit. And he didn't know which hallway to go down to, so he just hid down the WCSX hallway. <laughs> I was rattled, man. <laughs> he doesn't seem like, if you read his posts, he doesn't seem rattled at all about no, anything. No, nothing rattles him. All right, well, um, you know, we're taking tomorrow off. We I'm are? taking tomorrow oh, off. Yeah. Yes. Oh, wow. Okay. No show on Wednesday, back on Thursday. Oh, all right. And See you Sunday. That's all. Sunday. Whenever. See ya. Oh, Monday. I could work here, but I'll need mental health days off to deal with the toxic environment.